Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Yeah. And we're at twelve point seven. And you ended up being right. Then. Yeah, I was right on the you money. Is that the reason why? Is that the reason why you brought it up? Yeah, <laughs> I went all cousin Vinny. There. Don't shake your head at me. I didn't say it. I, I, I didn't, didn't hear what I said yet. Diggs had a million interceptions. Yeah. He wasn't playing. I as have well. no respect for zone corners. <laughs> Every time they oh, kick yeah. off, it, I hold my breath. And I know oh. they don't kick off often. The twenty times they've thrown the ball downfield, Patricia couldn't get the play in on the next play. <laughs> like we're all so excited. I think. Woo, I think at the woo. end of the year, oh, wait, we got another play. <laughs> no, no. Let's let's. Let's not be that nice about it, all right? I don't know. I'm, I'm speaking intelligently on the 83 Patriots. How many Bud Lights deep were you when you were watching that game? <laughs> yeah. He was already nine at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it's yeah, they already had four kids. Yeah. Like, you, it's a tough way to live. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, it's just, we're, we're living it right now. Mike, I, I see a stack of papers in front of you. You have in front of you... Uh, probably not. The, I'm going to guess I The don't. amount of offensive points the Patriots have scored oh, this year. Oh, Fred. Fred. Yes. Okay. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium, and Bill Belichick just wrapped up his first uh, press conference for this week. Uh, there was no availability up until now, and of course, a lot of the questions, if not all, were centered around you know preparing for the Bills and what a tough spot it is and how it is. And I think the theme, you know, there's been different themes before. We're on to Cincinnati. And I think today's theme was th- we're doing the best we can. Yeah. You yeah. know? Should um, probably highlight just the news. It's on the TV right now with good yeah. positive update on DeMar Hamlin. Um, so they, I guess he's, uh, I don't know what the word is, <laughs> intact. I forget exactly what they wrote. He's aware. Uh, he's aware. Yeah. Um, waiting for his lungs to, to continue to heal. But just good news today uh, on his improvement. And, and hopefully that can you know, help teams, I guess, start to turn the page and really think about playing a game in, in three days. Uh, we'll, we'll see, I guess, this afternoon how that all comes together. Yeah, we'll have uh, Evan will be here later, and he'll recap. He was at the press conference, so he'll give a recap. But, you know, from what we listen to, um, like I said, it's, you know, we're doing the best we can. It's unprecedented. It's uncharted waters. Um, uncharted Correct. waters, not chartered. Uh, and like you said, we're, we're just going through it. Um, nobody asked, you know, has any specific player come to you and said, I don't feel up to playing or whatever. Uh, that wasn't asked. And At least in the portion that we heard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, you know, from everything we can gather, the game's on Sunday at 1. Yeah, yeah and there's, you know, in addition to the updates on, um, on Hamlin that Mike just read, um, there was a, uh, I think Mike Giardi, I'm not sure if he was the first one to report it, but I, I, I guess Hamlin's dad addressed the team yeah. in a Zoom call, yep. which to me is probably the best indication to allow the team to start the process of moving on, yeah. moving forward. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I, I hear a lot of the guys up in Buffalo said, we needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Kair uh, Elam had some comments to that effect, Freddie. So I think Fred's right. I think, you know, it's a, it's a tough situation. I thought Bill expressed it very well several times. Um, everybody's doing the best they can to move on, to you know, and not to forget about it, not, not being right. callous. Right. Just, you know, there's a game to play, and 
you get back to your job. Yeah. It's the same for everybody. Right. Yeah. This was the kind of the news you were hoping. If, I mean, of course, you would want him to completely recover, but it's just the positive developments that you're hearing. That, yeah, I really you know, think they're on the road to yeah. that. I mean, yeah. I, hopefully I'm not just being too overly optimistic, but I think I think he's on the way to recovery. I do. Yeah, I mean, I think the big, the big worry, I mean, in my uninformed medical opinion, which is how long was he out for? Is mm -hmm. he going to have brain damage from lack of oxygen to the brain? But it sounds like, you know, he's mentally intact, I guess, as they said, and, and squeezing fingers a little bit and eyes open. So um, great news. Just hopefully this is, you know, team can kind of maybe build on what they did yesterday. I know the Bills had a walkthrough. I think they're having a full practice today. The Patriots are going to practice again uh, here in a little bit. Evan will be in after that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully uh, – Hopefully we can have yeah. a game. I just I don't I mean, know how I'm going to feel going into the game. Of like, let's get them, guys. I know. Ah. I know. It, the, the messages here are different than there. Yeah. Up in Buffalo, to me, it's very clear. I'm Sean McDermott. I'm saying the best way we can pay tribute to yeah. uh, DeMar and the best way we can help him is to go out there and fight like hell in his name. Mm -hmm. He's going to come to, and we're going to have won a game. He's going to have $10 million in his charity all for him mm -hmm. and that's the best thing we can do he's in good hands medically there's nothing we can do there right yeah there's nothing we can do there for him he, let them do that we let us do our part and our part is you know doing our job in his name and i mean that's going to be tough to overcome for the patriots you know because know. like you know our message is different like ours is hey you know he's our brother it's just kind of the same thing. You know, there's nothing we can do for him. He's in good hands, but we've got a job to do. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, they're not doing it for him. They're doing it for each other here. You know, so it's a little bit different message. Uh, but the theme is the same, is you have a job to do. You're a professional. You know, let, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, it's just it is. I mean, I talked about it yesterday. A little weird, just having this last game. That I mean, the Patriots desperately need to win, and I, you know, I just wonder what where the Bills are going to be at. Are they going to be at the point where let's win one for Demar? Because I, I mean, I think that they will get there, especially by the next week in the playoffs. I, I just don't know if they're if they're mentally able to get to that point. Maybe they, they can say it, but are they going to play like that, or are they still going to play kind of like? I, I think they will. Yeah. And I, you know, like you talk about resting players. They're not going to rest anybody in this game. You know, like, how do you play for DeMar and then, oh, Josh, you're not playing. And <laughs> you're Stephane, not playing for you're DeMar. Not playing. You're not playing for DeMar. You know, but all you other guys play <laughs> yeah, for you DeMar. you got to go play for DeMar. Yeah, I, that doesn't yeah. make sense no. to me. You know? No, they weren't going to rest anybody. Yeah. They, I mean, the game mean, I mean <clears throat> before this incident, the game meant a lot to Buffalo. Yeah. But what's the latest on Well, that's um, the Bill other thing. Like, like, what like, is going on with that? Like, you know the determination of the result of the Bengals-Bills game does have, you know, ramifications on how much this game actually does mean. And so far, we don't know, yeah. you know, um, what they're going to do with that game. Right. You know? Right. And there's three uh, – all, th all three of those teams are, you know, greatly impacted by that B bills Bengals game. Kansas City, the yep. Bills, and the Bengals. Yeah, because they all can get the number one seed, the number two seed, or the number three seed, depending on what happens, um, you know, both in week 18 and whatever happens with that game. Yeah. So, like I said, like, to me, the, the simplest and most elegant solution, as, as long as the Bengals and Bills both agree, is that game was a tie, and you're going to live with the results after week 18, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it. And the game won't be played. 
you know. But I've heard all these well, other. I, I like your fallback if they don't play the game. Well, I forget what my fallback was. No, yours. Oh, you yeah, just said that one. Yeah. I like. I mean, I think the simplest so thing is to play, the, play game. the game. Yeah, I don't think that's that simple, actually. Yeah, I just think you just push everything back a week. I mean, I, oh, I, oh I, no, but I mean, like, where is it going to be played? Who? What fans C- get to go? Cincinnati. It goes to Cincinnati okay. next week. It's like week nineteen. And the fans that had tickets just sure. go to this game. Sure. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Now, if they don't do it, I understand. Like. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a little bit of a different situation because it's the end of the season. So yeah. we have a week in which there's one game. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have suggested have that one game along with the NFC playoffs, which I really don't understand. Hmm. But that's I, I've heard I've heard a lot of I've heard a lot of scenarios. I've heard I've heard a lot of suggestions, and I don't really normally I would say a lot of fakakta yeah. suggestions. <laughs> yeah. I don't say that this time because I don't really think there's anything that's that's right or wrong. Yeah, we're just I mean, doing the best we can. Everybody's coming up and trying to spitball with a different idea. Yeah. So I could understand you want to have three NFC playoff games along with a game that has playoff implications, and you make something out of next week. I don't really know what the benefit of having the AFC and NFC playoffs then staggered. Right, then the AFC not going to get a week off. So probably. the AFC doesn't get a week off of the Super Bowl. I, I'm not sure that that's yeah. you know perfect, but there is no perfect solution. No. So I think you just. I don't make fun of it. I mean, yeah. everybody has a, a, an opinion as I to mean, what I, to do. I, I like that they're at least slow playing it to see kind of maybe where things are after Sunday night, and then just like do the least possible, like upset Some, the yeah, apple Sometimes cart as these things work themselves out. That's How many right. times do you say, "Oh, we yeah. got too many running backs," and what happens, Fred? Yeah, right. You know, someone gets hurt, someone's unavailable, and all of a sudden you have a perfect amount. Right, so like Monday morning you might wake up and you say, this game is really just going to determine the two or the three seed. And, okay, let's figure out where it will be played if they meet in the playoffs. Right. If, um, you know, if Kansas City were to lose, I mean, I suppose that, that, you know, it kind of throws a monkey wrench into it because now Cincinnati and Buffalo can get the number one seed. Mm -hmm. You know? right. Like to me, you almost have to play the game, unless like Fred's thing comes to fruition, and Cincinnati and Buffalo say we'll forfeit the number one seed. We don't want to play the game. We'll forfeit the number one seed. If they want to do that, no one's going to argue with their wishes, right. you know. And I think that's isn't that you know everybody's saying like you know we'll do whatever. I think Joe Burrow, Burrow. had a great quote. You're right. You yeah. know we'll do whatever Buffalo wants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm paraphrasing, but just another reason why i love that guy i mean i I thought that spoke like a perfect tone Mm -hmm. you wonder if his owner is like wait a minute (laughs) no because (laughs) so fast people aren't really considering cincinnati has a lot to lose here too because they win two games and they can be the number one seed right just you know and they're hot i mean they were hot coming into this game before everything happened i mean they're they're now they would need kansas city to lose yeah. To the to the Raiders to the yeah. Raiders, but I don't think I mean it's I don't think that's impossible. It's not out of the no. question. I don't think that they'll lose it. But Kansas City has not played great I mean, football now that for the a Raider, month. Now that the Raiders have a quarterback, yeah. right? Stidham. Well, yeah, Jared Stidham. Yeah. Stidham. I mean, stop that. Yeah, Evan will yell at you. <laughs> um, so a lot's still to be determined. But as Du said, the big headline is Demar Hamlin is showing responsiveness. He's he's getting better. Yeah, long way to go, long way to go. He's still in critical condition, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would assume. Long way to go, but 
between it's, that. It's positive. Yeah, it, it's it's moving in the right direction. I think you just needed to hear something to yeah. to be able to you know mentally tell yourself he, he's going to be okay. We need to move on and and really focus on what this team wants to do because I mean what I mean for the Bills, what better way to honor Demar than to go out and win the Super and Bowl? Kick you know, ass. like I mean, just and just play, ass. use that. Uh, you know, and I I hate like trying to make a person's health into like a motivational thing like yeah. you know it's just it's but hard to put it like that but Do you got to make them. the best out why of it i mean i know that's going to be the mentality that's going to yeah. be the mindset it's just it's hard like it it I could know. go either way it you could you could sit there and say uh you know they had all the right intentions they you know they had they everything in mind they just couldn't yeah, do it they yeah. couldn't muster it up you know but just you know put yourself in their shoes what if it was a patriot i mean we would all be like you know do it for yeah no know, I, I know we would you know yeah but there's, I, I can get, like there's a lot of examples of teams using right. that as motivation in it working, and they go on and win a title. There's a lot of examples where it goes the other way oh, too. Oh, absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like I, if I were, I mean, obviously, take the human side Listen, out of this. If it no, worked no every one time, would say, if it worked every time, these owners would. <laughs> would God, <laughs> I mean, stop. You, stop. You know, stop. Right. This stop. Be our sacrifice. You're the only one who year. roots for injuries. Stop. <laughs> Um, so take the human. I mean, it's impossible. But take the human side of this. Of it. Obviously, there's nobody on the planet that that is glad that this happened, right? But do you think Buffalo would rather go into this game just normal or trying right. to play for an, a, a fallen right. teammate? Of course, of course, just normal. Yeah, yeah again, yes. but not because. Not, I mean, uh, it's obvious about we don't want a guy hurt. Yeah. Right. But. I'd rather not the motivation that yeah. a guy's hurt oh, we're trying not. to rally for of him. Of course not. I'd rather just go into this game because I think I'm a better team. Yeah. I don't have anything to worry about. I don't have to worry about, well, geez, yeah. are we all in this? Are we, do we get enough preparation time? Are we mentally prepared for this? Emotionally, are we ready to go? I would rather not worry about those things yeah. if Spe- I were Buffalo. Yeah, specific to Buffalo, though, I, I mean, I would, I would be a little concerned if I was the Buffalo team about Josh Allen trying to be – the Superman. I'd be a lot every, concerned. Like he does every week. <laughs> I mean, no, it, I'd be a lot he, concerned right. about it. He already does. He already does that to an extent, and and he's and he's amazing at it. And you know, he's often unstoppable. But you know, there's just being a level of you're up. being too pumped up, Absolutely. pushing too hard, trying to do too much yourself to like you know prove that you're playing for this guy. Like you know, he's just one guy that I think you really would just need to play within yourself. Don't and, don't and go. God crazy. forbid somebody gets hurt in this game. And I don't mean like like uh, Demar did, but like. Just, just anything, right? Josh the, Allen the moment blows somebody's his knee down, out. and you know, like anything, like everybody's going to hold their breath every time, you know, somebody goes down. It, it's uh, well, I mean, I said, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I said on the air yesterday, but I mean, it's just I, I have these feelings a lot. Like, I mean, it certainly was scary with Demar Hamlin. The, the the example I brought up was in 2012 when Stephen Ridley got laid out um, by what's his face who, who ruined Brady's Bernard knee Pollard. too. Bernard Pollard. I mean, just a c- crazy hit. He's fencing, you know, that uh, after a concussion. I mean, you know, it's just these things. These things happen, and, and even though that the Demar Hamlin was unique and very scary and and all that, it's, it's you know, I still feel the same way when guys get hurt like that. Whether it's you know a knee injury, a concussion, all these things are are, are tough to deal with on some level. I agree with you, me. Deuce, and I, I think Bill in his opening comments today referenced going back to I think he said '97, mm-hmm. the Jets, and I think it was Reggie Brown. Um, you know, and that that's what it brought him back to, and that was a similar kind of injury. Not this injury, not CPR performed on the field, um, but that's th- these are what happened. Th- these are the 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 thoughts that come to mind for, for especially a guy like Bill that's been around for so long. Unfortunately, he's seen a lot of these yeah. kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, this might be the worst of all of those things, but 
Unfortunately, it's not the only one. Yeah. Dennis Bird. Yeah. You know, all these guys. Yeah. You know? I mean, even, like, go back, Freddie. Do you remember, you know, for, for the Patriots when – John Stevens ran over, I think it was Jeff Fuller. Right. And, and, and John Stevens was never the same. Never the same. And John Stevens was the T. Higgins of and, and, the hit. And what happened to him? John Stevens was, you know, a big oh, I running back. Him for and sure. he, yeah. he, he lowered his head. There was helmet to helmet contact, and the and, Niners' safety went down. And yeah. never and didn't come back up. And yeah. John Stevens, John Stevens was even never though the same. nothing happened to him physically, emotionally, he was never the same. He was never the same running back after that. Hmm. Yeah. I remember him. Yeah. yeah, he was one of my when I was growing up. He was and his his daughter is a professional tennis player now. Yeah, Sloan, Sloan Stevens. Sloan Stevens. Oh. Yeah, although estranged, I think. Yeah, well, is John? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. John is still with us. Oh, really? Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Well, that would be really yeah. estranged. <laughs> That's a sh- extreme estranged. Um, so we're on video today. <laughs> yeah. 855 past 500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at pages.com is the email address. Uh, so, like we said, Bill had his press conference today. There'll be open locker room access later today. Yeah, they're doing like a, a two twenty, <coughs> I think. Mac and uh, yeah, and one of the guys uh, is going. Two thousand nine, he passed away. McCordy. Okay. Oh, uh, was that long ago? Yeah, I I, I yeah. wanted to make sure because I, I don't, that's not one of those that I do the Paul like off the top of my head thing. Yeah, should probably be, sure. be definitive <laughs> on that one. Yeah. Yeah, so a couple different. I mean, they're doing Mac and I think McCourty at two twenty, and then at three forty-five they've got another group of guys coming in. Um, that'll be when actual open locker room is. So it seems like they're just rolling everybody out. You know, try to do what Bill did today. Have the whole that this whole press conference that you need to have, of course. Do the best you can, and then by tomorrow, you know, maybe maybe there's actually okay. We're 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 going to play this game, and we're we're locked in, and we're ready to go. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, you know, we haven't had got a schedule yet, you know, for travel or anything. They haven't sent that out. Usually by now we do have I it. was going to ask you, do you usually get it by Thursday? Yeah. So I'm sure they were waiting to see what the what's going on with Buffalo. Um, so I, to me, the indication that everything is 100% is when I get that. Yeah. And I haven't gotten it yet. So... I would think by tomorrow morning, I mean, if the Bills were able to do practice today and get through tonight and, you know, hopefully maybe he has some more good signs overnight and, you know, tomorrow maybe it's, uh, you know, just, just that definitive. I think everybody's kind of still well, has that doubt a little bit. Has McDermott, has, have the Bills had? No, they're going later this afternoon. Okay. All right. So we haven't really heard from Buffalo yet. No, I think I think McDermott is 4.30. I saw someone write on Twitter. I don't know. I mean, that's Twitter, so who, uh, that's just something I'm – I don't know if it's accurate. That is Mike Mike Giardi. Yeah, up in Buffalo. In Buffalo. <laughs> he's on the he's on the scene. Yeah. Well, that's a tough gig. To yeah. Be. You, yeah. You're in always all in a different place. And everybody wants to find out the information. And yeah, your job is to get the information while not being intrusive. Right. Like for something like this. Yeah. And it's very important to not be wrong. Yep. You can't make stuff up no. off the top well, of your head. You're not there to guess. No. Speculate, you you know you shouldn't be anyway. I, some some of these guys do, but not Mike Giardi. Yeah, no, not our boy Mike. No, best smelling guy in the NFL. Absolutely, yep. he's wonderful. What was that yeah. scent called? Summer. <laughs> Train, <laughs> it's Ode to Training Camp. <laughs> Ode to Gr. <laughs> it's it's, it's Gr. Somewhere Megan O'Brien's ears are perking up. Yeah. Eight five five past five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline Web Radio Pages dot com. We got picks today. Um, Evan will be by later. Uh, good week for picks for you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. For oh, you guys, yeah. Not you. Well, I was fine, but uh, I mean that. 
mean, <laughs> the book was right, right? The no, book, I actually the book had looked flawless. I had a bad week of. Um, you were off your schedule. Spread, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. You really didn't. I'll get go it. with that, Freddie. Yeah, but yeah, we all did well uh, overall. Good, nice. We but should be. It's December. Yeah, January actually. You know I mean, gotta feel this is when now. you know sharps are sharper. I think. I hope so. It's after Thanksgiving. Just glad I had a bounce back here. I was terrible last year. Do you still keep last year's? I'd love to know I, I, how bad I was. I wonder who was worse, me last year or Fred this year. I I don't. I used to do it in a it's notebook. Smart. And the notebook, I, you know, I have like a lot of my notebooks in the pad. I would just go back and you and should look, take it, all the notebook and compile them into a big leather bound book. <laughs> yeah. That is, you know, the book of picks. Yeah. And then we keep it like in, you know, Aww. Harry Potter, like in some library somewhere. Dusty. You really yeah. had to geek it up, didn't you? Yeah. Good yeah. job. He threw it out, though, so I don't think we're... The Book of Picks. <laughs> in 2000... I could, probably t- I could probably tell you what happened in, like, 2018. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> he came in third. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess, you know, we'll go right Let's to the talk. listeners because... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or we can talk some build, like some actual game. I, I feel All right. So, I feel okay. Yeah. yeah. Game. Like, go, you want to go to the calls and get a couple of thoughts? Because, okay. I, I mean, I, I, I think we could also, you I think know, it's time to talk about the matchup. Yeah. yeah. Moving to the matchup, Mike put out... The roundtable questions we could sort of bat Which those around. I haven't around. answered yet. Okay, I, I haven't even you. seen the questions. We can bat them around yeah. a little bit uh, if, if you'd like. Um, let's go to uh, Spee in Fresno. What's up, Spee? Uh, I was looking to geek it up rather than do something relevant about oh. the game. Sorry. <laughs> no, you, no, no, no. You you can, you can geek it up. You can geek it up. You can geek it up uh, with the best well, of them. Spee. The floor is yours. It's <laughs> very true. Um, hey, Mike. I yeah. know what you were trying to do yesterday with your touchdown. That. Yeah. Um, with I, I I get where you got your twelve point two five per game. Yeah, touchdown. But it, it ends up the emailer was right. It's really misleading because you completely ignore the field goals, which yeah. they should count as part of the offensive production, which is what some of them. What Fred was asking. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them should. Okay. Well. Okay. Yeah. I, I understand. Right. I understand what you're saying, and I my geekness is going to get us there. But basically, I, I the Patriots, if you include the field goals. The emailers, right? They score 18 points per game, like 17.94 feet by four. But, okay. um, but, but when you, I, I did the, I, I have no life, and I went through every single um, scoring play uh, yesterday and tried to fish out which ones should probably instead be attributed to the defense, uh, not just defensive scores, but offensive scores that we understand. You know, Brandon Schooler sets you up at the opponent's 10 yard line, or Jonathan Jones' interception puts you at like. 17, four players later, you know, you get a touchdown. I think that those are defensive scores that masquerade as offensive scores. And so I, some of this is subjective, but when... Yeah, but everybody's counting those. those So you you can't take them out of ours and every other team in the NFL counts them. So you have to do what everybody else does. I'm not doing a relative Patriots to others. I'm trying to understand. If you just look at the Patriots themselves, I think that the the offensive production overall uh, ends up dropping down to about 12.75 points. Like it, that's what Deuce said. <laughs> well, that was the back. number I had. We're back to where Deuce was. <laughs> no, 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 but he no, came to it a different no, way. No, no, the number. Sorry, twelve point two five was what I. Twelve point two five. What you guys were saying was, but imagine how much lower it is than that when you take out no specialty. That's no, we weren't. No, that Deuce had. Deuce, taken Deuce that. took all the defensive touchdowns out. He has. I can still. Yeah. I can so see his highlights that. right now. He can show you on the. He, oh, he took all of the ones that were counted as defensive touchdowns out when he described right. the ones that are important. Right, and his number was lower than yours, 12.2. And his number is incorrect because he didn't take field goals into account. Okay, so yours is 12.7, so we got half a point more. 
That's 12 points. No, it's, it's 18 <laughs> when you actually count overall offensive production. It's 12.75 when you when you actually just take out the sort of mask defensive and special team scores. Right. So we ended up with the same spot. No, he's saying if you add. Back I know in. what he's saying. It's not hard. It's not brain surgery. I understand what he's saying. It's the. It, but it came out the same thing that Mike did uh, without going through all that painstaking <laughs> process. But to me, it doesn't matter if we're correct because we don't have anything to compare it right, to. Right. If we're at eighteen, and that's the question that you were looking for. Right. 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 It's not the same. But anyway, I, mean, like, I hear what you're saying, Speed. Don't worry. You're getting into it. There have only been three pick threes. Actually, four. Four pick threes. Well, there's a there was a uh, scoop and score. That's kind of no, the same. Pick, pick threes, he said. Oh, no, pick three. No, pick, pick three. three. Yeah. Yeah. There have been three. I would argue there's been – I think there was more than three pick threes in the Detroit game alone. But, I, you know, whatever. In the Detroit game, there was uh, one. And that was the, the Jonathan Jones interception. The, the, the offense drove it for 89 yards. So that's like the least Once. egregious of the pick threes. Once. <laughs> they had one touchdown that's in that game. Them. Okay. Well, what? I'm glad I went to the call. Um, Speed, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the call. Yeah, Appreciate it. it. Like that was good. Yeah. I, I, I like. I apologize for giving everyone the headache yesterday. Like, I just think, I, I just think, okay, without even like going, we just know from the eye test that true offensive touchdowns have been at a premium this year. And, and yeah. the, what I was trying to get at, like Fred's question, was something very specific that we don't have. Because there's no one that's going through every team's drives right. to determine what we like. You know, Speed did it for the Patriots. Speed did a lot of detailed research there and figured out that. And I know the the play he's talking about, like the ball bounces off of Gunnar Olszewski's face mask, and you take over at the ten yard line. I have a hard time calling that an offensive touchdown. Everybody else who tabulates that is calling it an offensive touchdown. And that's fair. So if they okay. are, then let's do it and let's see no, where no, no. we land. But they're not talking about all the other teams. They're not doing that at all. No, We're no, doing I, it I, for the Patriots. I know. I know. But, but, I, I, but my point is I thought there was a stat, and there isn't, where the DVOA takes the points. They do the yards. Like I got, yeah. like, I got all kinds of tweets about this yesterday. I'm sure you Sorry, did too. I, I apologize. I, I know what the numbers that you were giving yesterday yeah. represent. Like, people are trying to explain it to me. You know, because I'm a dinosaur, I don't understand things. Touchdown scored. That's I thought that there was a mechanism with yeah. all of these analytics. They factor in. That factored in yeah. such things. And evidently, there isn't. Yeah. It's, it's left to your interpretation. And like I said, Fred might look at a touchdown and say, well, that's an offensive score. And you might look at it, Mike, and say, well, really, they went seven yards. It's not really an offensive score. Right. But at the same time, I don't want to penalize my offense because my defense is really good. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah. But, like, I, I, mean, I, I think reasonable minds can agree when you recover a fumble off a, a face mask of right. a punt returner at the 10-yard line and you score, that's really not much of an accomplishment. You can count it if you want. Well, when you're in – like, we are in the red zone, it is. Yeah. I, I Like <laughs> – I think the bigger problem in the red zone is the lack of the, the visits to said red zone than yeah. it is how many times you score when you're there. Yep. Okay. Like, that's the problem. Uh, let's go to Eddie in L.A. What's up, Eddie? Hey, what's up, guys? So, I was listening yesterday's podcast this morning. Yep. And I love that you guys talked about the future of the team, so I just wanted to say some things as well. Okay. I think that if Bill doesn't go out and spend the money on a wide receiver one, then the rebuild for the offense isn't going to come as quick as we all hope it will. 
especially since next season the only receiver coming back is Thornton, most likely at least. Also because I think there's if there's a good-looking tackle in the draft, I mean, wherever we fall in the draft, I think we should just go for that tackle instead of flipping the coin on a wide receiver, you know? I don't want another Nikhil Harry scenario. Yeah. Well, you know. But even if. Go ahead. Even if there's no tackle out there, like if there's a defensive stud that comes, that comes, lands on us, like I think we should just go on that defensive stud also instead of a wide well, receiver. I, I would say if there's a stud that's available to us, just get him. I don't care where. Yeah. You know, uh, just get the stud. Um, but, you know, I hear what you're saying uh, about tackle. The thing is, if, if you're going to get a stud tackle, they're usually up top two, yeah. you know, within the top 20. Um, so there's a few of them yeah. this year. I mean, I'm yeah. starting to dip my toe in. You can get a like Sebastian Vollmer in the second round, yeah. and he turns out to be a good tackle. Yeah. You know, but the, the blue chippers are, are they're going to be going high, too. You know. Yeah. So. Eddie, I, I appreciate it. you know. So basically, it's, I, I mean, he, I, I like the future this, stuff. Yeah, he's saying this offensive rebuild is going to be longer than we think it's going to be because we're kind of starting over at wide receiver next year. <clears throat> a little bit. I mean, I think that goes to you know the philosophy of how do you how do you want to get that receiver? I mean, he he wants to go trade for one. Um, I'm sure there's arguments to be made to to draft one of these guys this year. I know yesterday Evan was talking a little bit about there's not a great top of the draft for the receivers. Um, but I mean, I agree with the general point and I mean, I wouldn't just say receiver, like I think you need, you know, like if you could find a, a tight end, that's a game changer, you know what I mean? Like if you could find, I think the Patriots, they had Gronk and Edelman and you know, that wasn't kind of the usual setup you have where the, the best guy is this big stud outside wide receiver. I mean, I think you just need star players. You need guys who can, who can deliver in these big moments. And, you know, I think that's the bigger point of just what they don't really have right now of, you know, the tight ends are okay. The receivers are okay. The running backs, you have some positivity. You'd love to see what they look like with an actual passing attack um, and some better, blo- more consistent blocking up front. Um, but I, and I agree with the overall points. They need, they need some big pieces. So, so by I, the way, um, I, I finally found something real quick on the red zone. Okay. There's one team in football who's been to the red zone less than the Patriots this year. You know who it is? Cleveland. Denver. Denver. Ooh, yeah. It's the only offense that's actually been to the red that zone fewer yeah. times than the Patriots. Yeah. So a lot of like stat-based people will tell you, like the percentage itself for the Patriots, it's a small sample size. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. Like the bigger problem is they don't Getting get it. there. 2.6 red zone possessions they don't per s- game. They don't. It's stack. tied for 29th with Washington and Tennessee. They don't stack offensive plays together. Right now, Tennessee Perfect. is a dynamite red zone team. But they don't get there. That's why they don't score. Right. Um, while we were talking, Florio from Pro Football Talk came out with a report that he's hearing that the league is going to call the Cincinnati Bills game a no contest. Which uh, is the same as your thing with the tie. Well, that I don't – is it? Yes. Is, is, is calling it a no contest different than calling it a tie? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it's it's the same thing. It, it's the same. It's good. Well, but I think a tie would for have the, the f- stats recorded, and like, wouldn't you? You can't just say it's a tie, right? Or I mean, it would just be zero zero. So or, I guess no contest is saying that anything can happen in the right. game doesn't. Maybe. So all the stats go away. Well, the stats are irrelevant. They played ten minutes. No, I know, but, but like somebody had a touchdown that could add. That could be the touchdown he needs to have an incentive earned. Oh well, you know, I mean, the team owner should be 
excommunicated from the league <laughs> no, if, I, if, I, if, if I'm, I'm on just, a technicality you didn't give a guy an incentive. Is there a difference between calling it a no contest and a tie? I, I'm just talking about the standings. I'm not talking about the numbers. Like, I, you know, someone's fantasy league, I'm sure, was was really upset by that. I'm, I, and I'm, I'm serious. And, yeah. and, and that's I'm not making light of it. That's a lot of money for the people involved, the betting and the, the, the fantasy and the gambling and all that. I get it. It's a big business. But in terms of the standings, if you're giving them ties, then they stay tied. If you're giving it no contest, that means the game didn't happen. They're still tied. Like, it doesn't yeah. change the standings. Right. And they're going to end up both being still behind Kansas City with a tie or a no contest if Kansas City wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Kansas City is going to go 14-3, and three, and Buffalo, if they beat the Patriots, is going to be 13-3. and three. Yeah. Yep. I saw. And, and Cincinnati will be 12-4. and four. So a tie – you know, if you're twelve four and one or thirteen three and one, you're still behind fourteen and three Kansas City. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you call it a tie yeah. or a no contest. Dan, I'm seeing Schefter too. I saw speculating the conference championships might be neutral site. That's kind of that's kind of interesting. Yeah, too. I've heard. A, you know, can we get back to the Fakakta things? Sure. Yeah, that's one thing I've heard thrown out there is like, okay, so Buffalo, if if Buffalo's the two and Cincinnati's the three, you know, so Kansas City is kind of gifted the one yeah. seed. So maybe as a, as a, you know, as a, a gesture, a tribute. Yeah, you say, okay, well, you're the one you get the buy, but when we get to the AFC Championship, play they don't, they Detroit. shouldn't have to travel to Kansas City. Yeah, they'll play somewhere else. Gillette Stadium. <laughs> I don't, I like, I don't know if I like that. I but again, know. I'm not here to to shoot down any ideas in such an unprecedented time. I I think people are really trying to come up with different scenarios that might be, you know, interesting. Do you think they decide anything before the games go off Sunday? Do you think anything is decided with this game before these games are are played or not played on Sunday? I I, I don't know, but I don't think so. I think you – no, the problem is no matter what happens on Sunday, it can't get resolved. Yeah. It's just a question of what's your real problem Because if – you know, if if Kansas City does lose, well, Cincinnati and Buffalo still have the same chance to get the number one seed. Yeah. Now, if Kansas City and Cincinnati lose and Buffalo wins, then that's different. Now you're just talking about the two and three seed. Cincinnati yeah. could get the three, the, you know, the two seed over Kansas City. Yeah, that, and that's why it's like it almost feels more fair to decide now before you know who is like who has the problem. You know, like who who's get screwed in this situation, like based on the results. Is it Kansas City that they you know are getting it gifted that they get, or is it Buffalo not getting even a chance to play for it when they could have? Um, you know, it, it, like it's just I feel like if they do it after the games, then it's going to feel like it might favor certain teams, but it's complicated. I don't. There's no there's no easy answer. It's amazing that like. This is like I would have thought for sure something like this would have happened during all that COVID stuff, and somehow you made it through COVID without ever having to get this crazy, where you're just right. like, we don't know what the answer is. Like, I mean, it was always like, we'll just play Tuesday, and then you know, but we never got to like the playoffs, and then something happened that, that threw everything off. Eight five five Pats five hundred. Uh, let's go to Travis in North Carolina. Hey, Travis. Hey, Tra- hello. Hey. So I got a question, and I don't. I'm not trying to come off as insensitive to uh, DeMar Hamlin or to the Bills, but they're going to play the game and the Bill and the Patriots need to win to make the playoffs. Yep. So if you're Bill and you win the toss, do you go on offense first to try to get a like cheap touchdown, I guess you could say, considering it's the first time the Bill's been on the field? Mm. I, 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 I missed that. 
So if if you win the toss, do you go on offense first because maybe they're a little not ready Skittish. to go right off out of the gate and try to take advantage of that? Yeah, you could do it the other way. I would go, I would go the, the other way. Right. Yeah, I would yeah. go the other yeah, way let's in that run, regard. Let's get a three and out from Josh Allen. Maybe they're not ready. And to your point, I think both of you guys brought up, you know, does Josh Allen try to be even more right. Superman? And, and, and he gives you one. He gives you one yeah. early yeah. because he's not quite ready to go. Yeah. So, but Travis, I, I you don't have to have the preamble of yeah. like I'm not trying to be. You're talking about the game and you're talking about strategy, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? I like. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's di- it's yep. a different. Thanks for the call. Different Travis. look. Yep. No, it's. I, I just. I wonder if. I, I mean, it, you know, are you going to learn anything about the Patriots in this game? Are you going to learn anything about the Bills? Like, it feels like you already know what's going to be said based on if the Patriots win this game or the Bills win this game. You know everything that's going to be why that happened like you know so, what i mean yeah real quick I, I i i knew i would screw this up if i kept talking about it so you said do they wait till week 18 and i think they do um and the one advantage that you could have however remote is if kansas city and cincinnati lose and buffalo wins it's neat yeah it's buffalo one kansas city two cincinnati three that's the way the records would be, regardless of what would happen yeah, in that buff- in that Buffalo Cincinnati game, <laughs> right? Because if if because you know, Cincinnati is a game behind, yeah, you know they would need to win and have Kansas City lose, right, right. to tie Kansas City, right? Oh. and they have you know because they have the tiebreakers. They're playing over, Cleveland. You know. Who's Cincinnati? Who? Playing? Cincinnati's playing Bal- Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Now, most likely, both of those teams are going to win their games, yeah. Kansas City and in Cincinnati, but. Listen, these there's upsets everywhere. Yep. Um, let's go to Daniel in the UK. What's up, Daniel? Hi. Uh, just sort of circling back to the conversation from ages ago. You Paul was complaining about not having stats that corrected for sort of if you arrived on say the five yard line, what expected right. touchdown you're most likely going to score it there. Yep. Uh, so you, there's a website, this isn't something I run, uh, nflindex.com, which I think is getting to the heart of what Paul's after, where you can sort of apply some filters. So if you type it in, you can sort of choose which team, what year, which weeks. And if you just go to the bottom, you can sort it by the offense. And so if you're if you're given the ball on the five-yard line, you normally score, let's say, five points there. And if you get given the ball on the 20, you normally score four. So I think that sort of addresses what you're going for. And then you can sort of see this season the Patriots are the twenty sixth offense, so we're still not very good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's just I feel like this is becoming so. That's many, NFL Index, yeah. Daniel. NFLindex.com. Okay. It's, it's all right. Thank you. We'll tell Evan about it. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. I just feel like it's devolving into like how many different ways can you say the Patriots' offense sucks? Like how many right. different stats can you like? I mean, like right. it's just simple. It's like average drive, time of possession, twenty eighth. Average plays per drive, 29th. Average yards per drive, 27th. Average point, you know, 25th. I mean, right, and that's why. Think. Yeah, and and again, I'm not making fun yeah. of Fred because Freddie wanted to sort of like get a specific point total. Yeah. Com- you know, comparison with the other teams. I think the the greater thing is what are they in points? Like counting everything. Oh, just overall, 26. Oh, sorry, 17th. 17th, 17th with, with 17th. seven defensive touchdowns. Yep. You see that that's higher that, like, than I thought it would be. Oh no. No. Well, they uh, score on defense every week, Fred. No, but oh, oh, so that includes defense. includes everything. That's everything. That's everything. That's what I'm saying. Like that yeah. tells you what right. the caller the just impact. explained. Right. right. Like they're in the 20s in every low 20s. Every offensive metric you could come up with. Right. Third down, yards, time of possession, points, Red drives, dr- drive time. You know, at, like 
three and outs. Like every like anything you can come up with, they're like somewhere between twenty five and thirty two. Yep. Except for turnovers, twelfth and points. Right. Seventeen. And you know the turnovers thing is to me I, I find it interesting. Uh let's go to Willem and Philem. What's up, William? Hey Fred, how how you doing? Good. All right. Uh, uh my question's for uh for uh Paul and whatnot. Um but uh how do I say this? All right. This is the off season question basically, so it has nothing to do as far as with the Bills and game and the Patriots, you know, whatever like that. So I just want you to just just open your mind a little bit, Paul, with this one, okay? So I'll try. Um you you know okay, so we all know that Bill might not be highly on Mac Jones, right? And you know there's a little thing going on with the Ravens, whatnot. I mean, before you blow me off, I already know. What Wait, I with say, with well, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm Ravens? not blowing you up. With who? The Ravens. The Ravens. Okay, so Lamar, it's a Lamar question. The yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. So here's here's the question with it. So all right, so you already got to see Josh Allen already, okay? And you already know he's a pain in your your yep. eye. You being Bill Belichick, right? And now. I think Lamar might wind up with the Dolphins, though. But if something like that happened, would you want to run interference and get Lamar? That way you don't have to deal with Lamar and Josh Allen. <coughs> because you're not big on Mac. Yes, you diminish Mac, though, but maybe you're not sold on him. Maybe you're not, you don't like the whining and stuff. He's well, been doing. You might want to, you know what I mean? The number one reason why you would get Lamar Jackson is because you think you can win a Super Bowl with him, not to run Correct. interference with another yeah. team. So you have to. You know, that might be the, the side benefit of getting him, that another team in your division wanted him and you got him. But, number one, you have to believe in him. You have uh, to believe in him. You have to believe that getting this guy, I can redesign my offense and I can well, win that a Super part Bowl. Of it. That's what you need. Yeah, and that's right? what Evan and I were yeah. talking about yesterday. Yeah. And I, I got a question okay. about it in the mailbag this week. I don't think it's it, – no. like it, he is a priority. He's going to be the crown jewel of free agency. Right, right. I don't think it's ridiculous to suggest that your team is not sold on its quarterback and is a very good quarterback who will be available. Especially what's what happened the last five years. You know, maybe ten years ago it would have been silly to discuss this, but now you're seeing yeah. high-profile quarterbacks change teams every year. Mm-hmm. Why not Lamar Jackson to the Patriots? It's not a silly thing. I don't think it will happen. My my mind, however, is open to it. True, William. Absolutely, I love Lamar Jackson. I just think that you'd have to really do a lot to make that That, work. That's my thing, but I also think that you're hitting a little bit of a point right now where you're probably going to need an OC. You're going to lose a bunch of wide receivers. So, I mean, I I, agree with you, but but you at least have some opportunities. Let's keep playing it out. I like this. Bill O'Brien is supposed to be the new offensive coordinator, right? Mm -hmm. How much different is Lamar Jackson than Deshaun Watson in style? Yeah, not much. He learned. I mean, Bill O'Brien learned to develop, and he was instrumental in developing Deshaun Watson. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, now I think Watson's a better passer than yeah. than Jackson, you know. So maybe you could say what well, was easier for Billy O'Brien to do it with him. But it's one of those things that to me, and I haven't even really discussed what I think is the biggest obstacle. Is I'm not sure the Patriots are willing to give 250 guaranteed million dollars right. right. to anybody. To anybody, yeah. right? You know. But uh, okay, can I give you a little pushback on that? Okay. Yeah, that's true though. But at the same time though. I mean, we have seen crazy things in the NFL. I mean, think about it. Like, we never thought we would get Randy Moss. You never thought you would get Brandon Cook or Stephen Gilmore or Darrell Reeves. So, I mean, even seeing Devontae Adams run over to the to the, to the the Raiders and whatnot. So, I, I, 
I'll leave it a chance, but I was just thinking of Bill Belichick. You know, okay, he's 70 years old. Do he wants to see what – does he want to go through this with Mac? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. what I was trying oh, to Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. All those guys you mentioned – You know what I mean? All those guys you mentioned, including Gilmore, it doesn't come close to what you're going to have to pay Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I would say Gilmore's the only one that's yeah, comparable true. to this because yeah. Gilmore got top of the market, he high did. end, out free agent nowhere. corner money. For, for a corner. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And, but I wouldn't have said that's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Now, was no. I surprised when I when I walked into work the day that they signed? Yes, because I hadn't heard anything about it. Yes, I was. Yeah. But, I yeah. mean, Fred's right. You're talking, what, two and a half, three times? Yeah, he's going to want. Yeah, he wants to set the quarterback market. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He, wants, he wants yeah. Watson's contract. Deshaun Watson's yeah. contract in yeah. Cleveland is what he's looking for. So nobody should get that, though. That's the but problem. He's worth it, though. He's, he's MVP. Oh, I mean, I know. he's better than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> uh... I don't, don't so? I don't think so. I don't think so. I I I I just I mean I like Watson. I don't know if Watson will ever be the same. Yeah. Um. Right. You know I know he looked good in the second half last week, it, it but I don't know if he'll ever be the same. The numbers because. Oh. You know. What? Oh. What? Oh. You know what you did. Oh, okay. You know what you did, Kirsch. <laughs> you know what you Thanks, did. Thanks, William. Uh, let's go you to know. Mark in Sacramento. You know. What's up, Mark? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, Mark. Uh, okay, thanks for having me. Oh, on. hi, Mark. My first time calling. Nice. I just had a thought about the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills game and how to solve the problem. I just want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Okay. How about, uh, because uh, it seemed like moving everything around and and um, play a night, week 19 game, how about just a simple coin toss? And uh, one coach and the other, whoever wins the coin toss gets the win, and the other team gets to lose, and you just move on to Sunday, and everything is normal. Yeah, I've heard that thrown out yeah. there too. I mean, yeah. I think if it's a difference between two and three, why not? I just, yeah. I, I just Thanks, think Mark. that the conference championship game, you know, then that becomes a little bit of a. Or if those two teams were to meet, especially being three and two, they, who gets know, to play where? Could, yeah, where do you play? That's, yeah, that's the question, and you know, that's a big. That's a big. It's a big coin flip for for a playoff game, especially you know two teams. Well, you televise that flip live, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Do you know they used to the do decision, those? They the used flip. to do those coin flips like on conference calls, really? like back in the in the yeah. old Heads, in the old and old days. They just believe like nineteen seventies, oh, yeah. like just, NBA number one overall yeah. pick. Yeah, it It'd be like the owner of the Cavaliers and you know in Cleveland, and the owner of the, like the Trailblazers yeah. in Portland. Oh, and I'm Larry O'Brien. I'm going to flip the coin now. Oh, and it's heads. Oh, okay. Imagine Al Davis being involved in one of those. <laughs> I call challenge. Wow. But yeah, I've heard the the coin flip thrown out there too. I mean, yeah. Is that more equitable than calling it a no contest? I don't know. But to me, it comes back to what Cincinnati and Buffalo want. Yeah. You know what they're willing to agree to. Yeah. What's fair to them? Yeah. I don't think this should be a like just a ruling from above from Roger Goodell, okay. I think, and I don't think it will be. He has the power to do it, mm-hmm. you know, according to the the CBA and all that stuff. But I, I I think that he needs to have conversations with the two teams, and they need to reach an agreement as to what they think is most equitable. What, what time did the Catch Twenty Two show start this morning? Ten ten thirty. Okay, so I I don't want to take emails that were sent to them. Yeah. Uh, Carl writes in. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> Uh, well, one of them says this is the best po- football podcast on the internet, hands down. So <laughs> I, I, it was, came in at ten thirty-five. So I'm going to give that Epstein's to, mother. I'm going to give that to Cash Twenty Two. Um, let's see. This is Carl from Rochester. 
haven't written in a while, but listen regularly. Here's a game. Would Belichick stay or leave if Robert Kraft imposed these conditions? Note, I know these probably won't happen, Paul and Evan, but just throwing some ideas out there. Would well, he Mike, stay if Patricia and Judge can stay on the team but are, have to, but have no coaching power over any part of the offense? Stay, would he stay or leave? <laughs> I, I think he'd I, stay. I, <laughs> no power? Um, oh, of the offense? Yeah. Out, no right, coaching power of the offense. Right, you so you judge. can make Joe Judge special teams coach, and you can make Matty P a defensive coach. The question was, would Bill accept this? Yeah. 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 Would he stay or leave? Really? So you think that he's going to keep those guys? I don't. Th- well, I don't think that Bill would accept any. Like you're out of. Like you have less responsibility okay. now. Uh, the OC must be someone with extensive offensive and play calling experience. More than one season. I'll, I'll preface that one. What was that? So the OC must be someone with extensive offensive and play calling experience. Does he stay or leave? This is a demand oh, that oh, is oh. made on. Um, he no, stays. That's, that's a stay because I think that that's just what you what you'd hire anyway, right? I mean, right. Like if it's yeah. Bill O'Brien, you got to hire an offensive coordinator. Okay, great. I'm going to hire some kid that's never done it before. Like no one's gonna, no one's gonna. Uh, Mac Jones must be consulted and have input <laughs> on the QB coach decision. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think you'd agree to that. Uh, and nor should he. And finally, a new draft person personnel is hired and if they deem a pick too risky or too much of a reach the pick is vetoed new draft personnel is hired i I guess he means person a decider yeah Yeah, i don't know i I think though that i don't think bill's gonna like anything demanded i think things are suggested (laughs) and it has to be bill's (laughs) robert it's a tonality issue (laughs) yeah don't demand things i don't appreciate your tongue yeah um bill in vista california would you rather the Patriots sneak through the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. Oh. Yes. But end up, but end up keeping Patricia as OC <laughs> next year. Yes. Or miss the playoffs and bring in a qualified OC next year. I mean, yeah, I'll take the Super Bowl. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, so That's funny. <laughs> so and, I'll, and I'll sit here and have knockdown, drag out arguments with Fred that it had nothing to do with the offense. I'll tell but, you right but, now. But if that does, <laughs> but I'll take the title. But if that does somehow happen, yeah. you have to be okay with Patricia being the OC next year, right? Yeah, yeah I'll right? take it. Yeah, okay. No more complaining. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I'll take a title over the alternative. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, let's go back to the phones. We'll go to Austin in Michigan. What's up, Austin? Hey. Uh, good afternoon, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Po show. So, um, obviously, everybody saw the uh, Hamlin injury. And uh, one thing that I wasn't a huge fan of, of how they handled it, was uh, the way I saw it was the NFL, they wanted to continue play. But I really think that uh, uh, Sean McDermott was really the one that was pushing for the game to be canceled. Because if you look at, like, him having the conversation with uh, the Bengals head coach and the referees and stuff, uh, the way their, like, body language was, you know, they're standing all there and they got their hands on their sides and whatnot. But when Sean McDermott was talking, he had his hand over his mouth. He was covering it up because he didn't want people knowing what he was saying. And to me, watching the game, seeing what unfolded in, in the few minutes we got to see, you know, I saw a Bengals offense that was, running the ball down the field. Their defense held the Bills to three points on their first drive. And on the Bengals' second drive, they were running up the, the field again. So, in well, my I don't eyes, see where that matters. This is, yeah, this is yeah, totally, well, it, totally irrelevant it, 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 and, I mean, you're, 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 you're implying that Both McDermott, teams got the ball and went right down the field yeah, in a blink. You're implying that McDermott yeah. didn't want to, you know, was looking for an out. 
I don't think that's the case. Not but I all. did hear that he's told, you know, the coach for the Bengals. Zach I gotta, Taylor I, said I gotta, that yesterday. Yeah, I got to so go, go to the hospital. I got to go to the hospital. But then you see how uh, I think the Bills, like their staff, people were cleaning up the equipment before, you know. Before, uh, before they, you knew. Yeah, before you knew. At that point, they knew. Yeah, I mean, it, that makes sense. It was pretty clear. Remember, Under, underneath, they were the away team, so they had to start picking. Right, and it was pretty clear underneath <laughs> yeah. the stands yeah, when they on. showed that those shots from that, that fixed camera mm. that they showed McDermott on the phone, and then he handed the phone to Taylor. It was pretty clear they were mm-hmm. talking to, to either Troy Vincent Rush. or Roger. Yeah. I, but and they were finding out. And, and maybe, the, maybe the coaches were the ones that said, yeah, we ain't playing the rest of this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that could happen. But to imply that he was looking for an out because he thought he was going to cr- lose. That's crazy. No, that's, I don't think so, Austin. Um, guess who's here? Evan has returned from practice. Evan has returned from So, Evan, I, I, we want to hear from practice, and then also I want to get your take on Bill's press conference. But tell us what's going on outside. Going on in the rain outside. So I just toughed it out for all of you. Oh, I just want to let you know I'm a hero. Grousing. Grouse. Grouse. Good news for the Patriots on Thursday. Marcus Jones and Johnny Smith are back at practice John- Oh, on wow. Johnny's back, baby. But. <laughs> That's the oh. one we're excited about. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, Marcus. Marcus Jones, Johnny Smith back at practice. The only player missing was Devon Godshaw. Uh, he wasn't on the injury report yesterday, so I wonder if that's an illness or something going on personal or whatever. Um, wouldn't look too much into that. But the good news is Marcus Jones, Johnny Smith back at practice, back participating from what we could see briefly on our brief window. And uh, I think that this – can't be a bad thing for yeah. the Patriots, certainly. And I was talking to my cohort, Alex Barth, on the way back inside, and we're thinking, okay, well, you got John Jones on digs, and maybe Marcus Jones on Isaiah McKenzie. and Cooking with gas. You, you match up a little bit better. You yeah. do. I'm not saying that I feel much better about this game than I did yesterday, yeah. but certainly you have that. You have his big playability of potentially special teams, uh, maybe playing him a little bit on offense like they did in the Thursday night game. I think that there is at least – some positive, certainly, from that. Okay. Uh, you did mention it was raining. Uh, it where was. was practice? Lower or upper field? Lower grass field. Lower. Uh, in the rain. It's low 40s, so it's not freezing Ooh. by any means. Yeah. So I think that was the one positive because if it was 10 degrees colder, it's probably snow, that or right. not rain. So we still haven't, not to jinx it, but we still haven't had, yeah. to my knowledge, a, a snow practice no i don't think it's snowed in the game no either you're right right. not here which has been weird um and the early forecast for the bills is there could be some precipitation 30s i'll check an updated updated mid to upper 30s i think for sunday at one that sounds about right Um, upper 30s wow yeah that's warm Uh, um while you were out there did the media learn about florio's report no florio's reporting that the league is going to call the Bengals Bills game a no contest. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. So I guess in that sense then if the Chiefs win on Saturday night then they that they've locked up the number 1 seed. Yeah. Yeah. If they all win it'd be Chiefs 1, Bills 2, Bengals 3. Right. So I guess the question is then from for Patriots to spin it to the Patriots is how much of a difference does it make to Buffalo to be the two or the three? Now you get two home games, I guess, if they're not going to play 
Bills Bengals divisional round at like a neutral yeah. site, which I know has been thrown out there. Yeah. Then you get two home games, I suppose, but you're you're definitely playing on Wild Card Weekend if you wake up Sunday morning and the Chiefs right won that game, which mm-hmm. means you're playing in seven days in the playoffs, maybe six if they put you on Saturday. Yeah. So I wonder how much that that impacts. I think they still play everybody, but if you're Josh Allen and Sean McDermott comes up to you before the game and is just like, hey, you know. If this was a playoff game, maybe you run for that first down, but maybe this one you you throw the ball into the stands, you know that yeah. sort of thing. Well, that was I mean that was something I brought up early in the show was just Josh Allen's already a guy who is like I'm going to do it on Reckless myself. Abandoned. Does he yeah. get even worse now? Like feeling like I, I need to go out and make a play for my guy, and you know is this, yeah does he put more pres- pressure on himself? That'd be something I'd be concerned if I was a, a Bills coach. And uh, as far as you know, the mood you said yesterday, it was, you know, you mentioned Carl Davis, it's Bill's week, anything yes. like that this today? It w- there was a lot of energy at practice today. Yeah. They were dancing to the music. They were moving. Uh, guys were were d- up for it, I-, I think. And I look, I-, I think they, based off the vibe, and we haven't talked to anybody yet, we'll talk to them later today, but based off the vibe at practice last couple of days, I do think that winning on Sunday gave this team a little bit of a jolt that, okay, we're, we're in it. Like all we got to do is win and we're going to be in the playoffs. And I think that that did give them a little bit of a spark that they took care of business in a game they needed to win. And now they are able to, to win it in. Well, my, my biggest thing is just, does it feel like a playoff week here? Because that's basically what it is. And it certainly feels different here in terms of the preparation. I mean, you've heard the guys talk about over years, everything kind of ramps up a bit when the playoffs start. It seems like what you're describing seems more like a playoff atmosphere. It's just it's hard to, to call upon that when you're dealing with all this other stuff. But I, I like yeah. hearing that, that they're getting ready to go and, you know, bring bring it. They got to bring their best game of the season and they got to, you know, produce a game that they probably haven't played in at least three years. And are there any members of the media doing extra grousing today? <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. the rain's always call tough. Call them out. The, call. Rain, the rain's always tough. Somebody right? forget that, an umbrella? That's Anybody? always a cur- Well, you can't be the guy with the umbrella, Mike, all right? You got to, you got you know, a hood. Stacy's from Seattle. He frowns upon that. <laughs> oh, sure. Really? He really does. Sure. Uh-huh. You can, you obviously, I never knew that. you know, oh. I was in a, in, in a jacket See, with a hood. If Giardi but. was here, he'd pitch a tent. <laughs> And he'd be uh, I'm in, sorry. I'd what? be pitching a tennis yard. He was here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, but he, he'd he'd have his like his ten by ten tent, and he'd have like a beach towel, and he'd be sitting. <laughs> I like how towel. he had to use the <laughs> sizes. Yeah. Smelling wonderfully. Yeah. 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 yeah no. Would just keep smelling it now. <laughs> no umbrellas. Oh, okay. No. So now I want to turn to Bill's press conference because we kind of watched it, but you were yeah. there. Um, you know, the theme was we're doing the best we can. Yeah. Um, but anything else that you took out of that? I. I I hate that it comes to this circumstance, but I think when these things have happened, not that it happens often, but you do see a a human side uh, to to Bill maybe a little bit more than when we get up there on a normal Wednesday, Thursday press conference and we're just asking him questions about the team and about football. I thought that um, the way that he put it into perspective for himself, going back to the was it Reggie Brown in 1997 and being there and and it feels like he understands that this is this is from a a player perspective that this has to be very challenging to mentally see that now go out there and and play just like Demar Hamlin went out there on Monday night to play a football game and uh, he did mention that Gerard Mayo and Troy Brown have been guiding leading him and leading the team a little bit more maybe this week than in weeks past just because they have that that player perspective and and coaching perspective so he shouted them out but I thought it was interesting how 
you see sort of the wall come down a little bit for for Bill and start to talk about you know this is bigger than football and life is you know this is just a game even though it's a very competitive game it's this is one of those humbling moments where we realize that this is this is not just uh, a football injury all right all right good stuff um let's take a break because paul's food's here and boy it smells good uh so we'll be right back after he eats verizon the network america relies on and the official 5g network of the new england patriots how did verizon build the fastest 5g in the world we started by building it right with 5g ultra wideband then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag and it's not just fast it's 25 times faster than today's 4g networks this is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G ultra wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. 
In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Verizon, the network America relies on and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G ultra wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. 
Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering, and then whammo! Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible! No way! As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance! Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. And now, great moments in history. I don't think that Matthew Stafford's a sure thing right now. And you know I like Matthew Stafford. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fred's going to make fun of me. But I, love him. I, I, I think if you get him in, you can find out exactly what you have with no, with I, Baker Mayfield I, I guess if, in the last five weeks. Guess if, this is a guy I think could really thrive in my yeah, offense. No, this I, is a guy that he's not a fit at I all. I guess if you're saying that Stafford's not a sure thing, then okay. Yeah, but you know. I, I mean – how can you say Stafford's a sure thing? Oh, I, I didn't know the injury was that, like, he was out for, possibly out for 2023. Oh, no, no, no. He's not going to be out for 2023. He may decide I'm not playing anymore. Okay, well, either way, like he's that, not a sure thing. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm just, like, I'm not saying that there's any reports that say that Matthew Stafford might not play next year. I'm saying... The guy's in his late 30s and has a spinal contusion. I think he might say, you know what? I got lucky. I'm getting out. Yeah, so he's not a sure thing. Yeah. So in McVay's, in Vic, in McVay's mind, he's he, not sure. He's making it a report. <laughs> in, I'm not reporting this. McVay. That's another great moment from All right, back here in Patriots Unfiltered, 855 past 500. It's the Ace Ticket Hotline web radio at Patriots.com. Florio is reporting that the league is planning to name the Bengals Bills game a no contest and my question was is that different from calling it a tie uh, it, I don't know but Neil says it's better than a, a tie is better than a loss so to me it has to be better than an NA or a no contest a tie would mean that Baltimore can't win the division there is 
there is, uh, yeah, no. If it's a no contest, they can't win the division either. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I believe they're two games behind, no? Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah the tie is, I, I feel like it's it, it's the one and the same, honestly, which is what's confusing yeah. me because a tie is not a, when you calculate win percentage, it's wins over games played. And so you're still having the same amount of wins. Like, right. Like, I, I don't, I don't Kansas know. City's 14 and three would be better than Buffalo's 13 and three. Correct. If it's a no contest. Right. And it would be better than 13, three and one. Correct. Same thing. Right. Right, yeah, that, and that's yeah. how I like hockey. Where this now, point. Baltimore, right. Baltimore has ten wins, correct? Yes, yes. they're ten. So and six. they're ten and six. So they would finish eleven and six. Cincinnati would finish eleven and five if they lose. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. So they win the division. Yeah. Eleven right. and five is better than eleven and six, even if they lose the game. Yeah. Even if they tie the game, it's the same. Mm-hmm. Like from much. a standing standpoint, I don't know, like. This is too much math for me. Yeah, I, I'm on the verge of real. You know me. I'm just it's not. not I, you know me. I, I just look at Paul. And I'm like, yeah. The no, numbers, right. not my strong suit. <laughs> scenarios. <laughs> I'm, I'm there for Dude, you. you. Numbers, the not my strong suit. I love the scenarios. End of game situation. Uh, Nathan says, first time for me watching you guys on video, and I just wanted to point out how completely appropriate it is that Fred is not facing Paul. It <laughs> makes the shouting matches so much more enjoyable to imagine Fred just grinning. While Paul yells at the side of his face, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is what happens. Yeah. You got to get the triangulation down. So if you can see it, like picture Cross, Fred, crossfire? Paul yelling at Fred, Fred giving me like these eyes, the look, <laughs> the look, <laughs> as Paul is yelling into his right ear. Right. <laughs> uh, since we're nearing the end of the season and the Patriots supposedly have the third most cap space in the league this coming year, what? are there any particular free agents who would? Uh, well, let's yeah. That, that number is. Fungible. I go right? by the, the, word, the Miguel. Right? I think the Miguel is 37 to 41 million, yeah, which is the, not. I don't I know mean, where some, that. There's been yeah. things out there that they have like 100 million in cap space, which is just not even close <laughs> to accurate. I don't know. I, I don't really know, but I go by Miguel as well. And yeah. he's, I think, around between 35 and 40 million. Uh, Barton Poland says one thing is certain for Sunday. It will be a true throwback game for the Patriots. Once again, everyone will be rooting for us to lose. That's probably accurate. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's a tough spot. It's a tough spot. I mean, how do you, you – know, And then if you win, then, then we're mean. You're the heel. <laughs> and yeah. you're, like, celebrating. Yeah. yeah. It's like a heel turn in, in the WWE. <laughs> um, James Pettigrew, the most interesting Patriots fan in the world, wants to know why Zoe wears <laughs> shades on TV. He has like an eye. He's got an eye issue, and the television lights really bug him. But you're also you're calling into this show asking us about (laughs) Zoe. Like, why don't you? Well, he is on the background. He's he's right there. I see Zoe in the background. Yeah. Yeah, big head. (laughs) Um, Let's see, Anthony. uh, Quick question, Anthony. If they determine Buffalo Cincinnati is a no contest and Kansas City wins Saturday, Buffalo has nothing to play for Sunday. Correct. That's what Evan said. Who right wins when he the tiebreaker b- between Cincinnati and Buffalo without the head-to-head? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Based on what? Oh, no. Excuse me. If Buffalo wins and beats the Patriots, they'd be the two-seed. Buffalo but, does. But if they lose, who would be the two-seed? Cincinnati. Based on well, what, Well, depending on what happens with Cincinnati-Baltimore. So No, uh, but if they tie... And they don't play. I like everybody says, Cincinnati would be tied over Buffalo because they would have beaten them. Right. So I believe that the next tiebreaker is would be conference, conference record. record, which I think if Cincinnati takes care of biz, they would have. I'm pretty positive that that's what it is, but we're getting into a lot of permutations at this point. So. I mean, it sounds right. It's <laughs> 
Let me let me figure it out for you. Uh, let's get back to the phones. We'll go to Todd, North Carolina, who's hung on. What's up, Todd? Todd. Hey, good, af- <laughs> good afternoon, gentlemen. What up, Todd? So I want to actually talk about the game, because I know we've been talking a little bit of hypotheticals, playoffs, yeah. and all this other stuff. What no. does our offense need to do in order to win this game? I think we need four, six, four sustained four drives with two touchdowns and two field goals. That's what I want, four oh. sustained drives. I might. I mean, I'm with you on four. I think it's four touchdowns. So, I think so Buffalo has the tiebreaker over Cincinnati. Oh, okay, so if Buffalo yeah, Because loses, they would have the same conference record, right. so I got lost at that point. <laughs> if Buffalo and Cincinnati both lose, then Buffalo's the two seed. If they both win, Buffalo's the two seed. Okay. okay. Back uh, to the question. Sorry, Todd. Todd said four, okay, four drives. Red jump the shark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Todd. I I think I think I I just think you need four touchdowns from the offense. Four touchdowns. I think if we can get I think if we can get to twenty points, I think we oh. can. And, and with sustained drives, I mean, I don't I don't mean like you guys have been talking about. Well, is this an offense? Well, who cares what the drives I mean, look like? Dri- yeah, it's. I think he's point. talking about time of possession, like right? Keeping so, Josh exactly, off, the, yeah, off the field. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so yeah. if you have like fifteen play drive, then maybe you can. It's the old like I what think, they did against. I think Manning, it's highly. You know? I think you can need more than twenty yeah. points. I do. I mean, they had 17 yeah. after the first three possessions of the last game. So 20 points and, and a defensive touchdown, so we're at 27. Then oh, maybe okay. Oh, we're all right. All right. That's, maybe that's, we're that's different. But, that's but different. you can't plan like for that. No, <laughs> and I think you probably have to plan not for it because it's happened so much. Like you yeah. can't Eventually the well it. runs yeah, dry. Yeah. yeah. Regression to the mean. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically we're looking at four touchdowns for our offense to make. So Well, I just think, yeah, whatever. however you get there, I think you're going to need to mid to high 20s to be in the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's at least you know, okay. Three touchdowns and two field goals, and kind of minimum. That's yeah. That's a way lot too much. You're on the line because yeah. it's offense, I think. Uh, okay. Maybe like four safeties. Like, All right. Underrated thanks, play in thanks, that Todd. Thursday night game was Josh Allen tackling Matthew Judon when he's on the strip sack because Matthew Judon got the ball and he was ready. I don't know. I don't know if he would have made. It to the end zone, but he would have at least put them in plus territory. Where maybe. And Josh Allen tackled him for no gain, which was low-key a very, very big play in that game. What's a big play overall? It's just I mean, one of the only turnovers they've gotten out of these guys in yeah. recent memory. It's just, I mean, it was almost one of the questions I was going to ask in the roundtable, and I felt kind of like, mm. Um, you know, should we put that in the game that they should have won because they should have had another defensive <laughs> score? <laughs> yes, might as well. Uh, yes, thank you. You know, they're they're one and four against these guys. Uh, I mean, they basically their point total is almost double. Um, no interceptions from Josh Allen. That one fumble. Just like, what do you do at this point? Like, I mean, you know, it's like Evan. Evan you, how many times have you written a defensive? Here's what the Patriots need to do against Josh Allen in this game. Yep. And they like, you know what I mean? You just running out of like, they, they tried it all. Like, you just it just comes down to on this particular day, we have to outplay them, and we have to hope that he's not on and nails and and just throwing it all over the yard and running like a man possessed. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, the opening drive for the Bills in the last game, the very first snap, they ran an inverted cover two simulated pressure. That's a lot of big words yeah. to just say that they gave up a five yard gain, <laughs> right? Like, it, it just. They ran a play that had all the bells and whistles yeah. that at their disposal. They dropped a guy off the line. They blitzed the guy up the middle. They took the corners on the outside and they inverted them into the too high shell. And like all this, they were spinning the dial all over the place. And I think against a quarterback like a Teddy Bridgewater or some of the quarterbacks that they've beaten this year, when you just throw the kitchen sink of information at those guys, <laughs> it, it can overwhelm them and you can win that way. 
But against a guy like Josh Allen, I think ultimately uh, it does catch him a few times. But I think what ultimately happens is he's just like, you know what, I'm just better than this so like I'm just gonna run around and I'm gonna make a play right yeah. and, and he doesn't really get too caught up in oh I gotta read this coverage and are they trapping me here or are they actually running this and like all just this play. other stuff he's just like well I have a laser so I'm just gonna throw it there anyways yeah. and if not I'll just run over somebody and yeah. get right. the first down yeah uh Sean's in New York hey Sean 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 Sean. Yikes. Sean. I, I wonder God. if it's Sean. I, I, oh. I, I wonder if that was Sean McDermott. In New Good, York. Job. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Like I can't in. coach this game this weekend. Uh, Claire <laughs> writes I, in. I, I just dumped the game. Hello, everyone. Hello, Maureen. Hello, Claire. Um, Hello. With Derek Carr sitting out, I got a little curious of what you would prefer if there were options for next season at quarterback. Uh, so would you rather Mac Jones but with someone decent at OC Mac Jones, regardless of who is at OC, Patriots draft a high pick quarterback and a new OC, and if so, we keep or trade Mac, uh, uh, bring in a veteran, insert one of the reasonable choice, and someone new at OC, and if so, keep or trade Mac. I just think Mac. It's Mac for next year. My opinion. Probably. I mean, without knowing specifics, I would say Mac and a new OC. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're really talking about moving on till Mac till at least year four, yeah. and even then probably yeah. not till year five when maybe you didn't pick up the fifth year option because it doesn't turn around. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree, and I've been you know somewhat critical, but I, I would have to say that this is an atypical year two for any young quarterback to have to deal with all of the stuff that he had to deal with. I don't think he handled it well. I've been on record as saying that many times. I don't have to repeat it, but I do think. You'd have to be catastrophically bad, like Zach Wilson bad, to not deserve a, a, a third year. Um, and, you know, I, it sounds like Wilson's probably going to get one, too, um, yeah. as bad as he's been. But based on based on the, the abnormalities of the way the offense was set up this year, I don't know how yeah. you can justify, unless you get a home run falls in your lap. Yeah, that's the tough part in this draft is that Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are going to be one and two. I would be shocked if they're not. And if you're picking 18th, then that's a really steep trade-up, probably an impossible trade-up, right. honestly, yeah. to get all the way up to top two. And then, like, you're talking about, I don't know, Will Levis from Kentucky. Like, I don't think that that's changing your oh. your team at it's all. It's not Will Levi's? <laughs> it is. It <laughs> actually is. How we is. Go. You know me, Paul, we start to do, like, the draft <laughs> things, and then we, we just, like, ha- Noah Igbogudna. Noah Nanagay. Nene. Yeah. And it's going to be what? Texans, <laughs> Colts are going to have those top two picks, and they both need quarterbacks. So if you're going to try to steal one of those guys, you're going to have yeah. to gig a, a King's Ransom to get it. When I was suggesting if something fell in your lap, it wasn't – you're right. You're not going to have something fall in your lap in the draft. Um, but, you know, maybe someone that you don't anticipate being available, you know, as a veteran quarterback. And I'm not saying Tom Derek Brady. Carr. I'm saying someone – you know, of a higher stature, and all of a sudden you can get them. Like, weird things happen. You just oh, yeah. never know. The way it you know, falls and the right guy. You know, gone. who's going to be the next guy who's completely disgruntled with their team and just wants out, and he can play. Like, at what point? Tom Brady? Like, let's just say. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you Joe think, Burrow? Do you think Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is going to stay with the Packers? Yes. Yeah. So would they want to trade Jordan Love, and would you be interested? I think they should at I, some point. I mean, they I wouldn't, but I could see why some people would. I mean, how much do they like him? I mean, I think that's a question. If they, you know, well, we like him, then I think keep him around. But 
I don't know. It doesn't feel kind of like the Patriots with, but with Garoppolo. But at some point, isn't he like, like a he's Garoppolo? Not be the guy and yeah. let's get get yeah. get something for him while we can. Yeah. He's going into year four, right? So he's on that, and he's well, he was a first round pick. So I guess I don't know. I think they already had to decide on that, right? So I don't know. This is his fourth year. I no, he's. I think next year is his fourth year. Oh, so they'll have to decide this. They'll have to decide in the off season. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting to see what they do. No, I would pick it up. Yeah. If, I mean, if you it's think he's control. any good, I mean, yeah. they know what they think of him. Yeah. Like, LaFleur's had him for three years. Yeah. If you think he's any good, you pick it up and you say, well, I'll push that off as punk. That decision, as long as I can. Yeah, keep, like, a lot of people thought keep. this was it for Aaron Rodgers. Now, all of a sudden, their defense is playing out of its mind and he's rejuvenated. He actually looked like he cared the other night when they won. And they're going to go to the playoffs. All they have to do is win a game Sunday night and they're in. Yeah. Yep. So, I, th- I think he'll be back. Um, Gary writes in, Fred, I know you'll remember, even if the other guys don't, I was listening to the preseason game when Daryl Stingley went down. Mm. I was white as a ghost, sick to my stomach, and in suspended animation for hours, just like Monday night. His life was in danger in a different way, but just the same. It's a Patriots moment I'll never forget, along with the night he returned to Foxborough and was in the press box before the game. I remember that yeah, really well. That's I mean, that's an interesting example though. I mean, I know you know the T Higgins stuff. I mean, but that was a play right where it was. I, I mean, I can't that was a vicious hit. That was a vicious hit, oh, right? Yeah. Like yeah, and and but I mean that was kind of I don't want to say par for the course in the league at that point, right. but it was certainly a lot more hitting guys over the middle, close yeah. lining them like that, hit, going high. That was not called a penalty back in those days. You know, I don't did, there wasn't a flag on that. I play. don't think so, but yeah, I don't remember. No, I don't think there was. Yikes! You know. I don't think there was. Um, Andrew says, in the situation where KC wins on Saturday and the Bills cannot win the number one seed, assuming you were Buffalo, how would you rank your potential wildcard opponents from most want to play to least want to play? Versus New England, versus Pittsburgh, versus Miami, or versus Baltimore without Lamar Jackson? Uh, Well, I mean... uh, I mean, it is a little tempting with Baltimore, but I would just say a team that you play twice a year that you've owned. I mean, that you know, you're familiar with them. I it's think not Pittsburgh like a big would be curve. my most desirable yeah, uh, option. Yeah, I still but go Pittsburgh. Yeah. But the Patriots would it's be close. Next. I mean, they're similar. Yeah. It's 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 some good edge rushers. Yeah, and you and you can't say Baltimore without Lamar Jackson because yeah. that's not on the table. You don't right. know that. Mm-hmm. I I would still maybe it's just the homer in me, but I still lean Pittsburgh. Just oh yeah, me too. I yeah. just I don't know. I I think there's something still. Very like they're obviously something missing from this team too, but I I just don't think Pittsburgh is well. Here's the thing, threat. I've said this a million times this year. There's only one way the Patriots have to win. Pittsburgh is very similar. Yeah. That's the only way right. they can win is 17, 13, 16, 14. Like that's the game yeah. that they win. So I will take the Patriots' chances in that rock fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the Patriots are better in that kind of a game. I think they're better suited than Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh can score. If I'm Buffalo. I think the Patriots are a little bit better than Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'd rather play Pittsburgh than the Patriots. Yeah. Another question I almost put in the round table was the Jets and the Dolphins both beat the Bills at home this year, and then both of them also had one-score games in Buffalo this year. Uh, I know circumstances around, but why can't the Patriots have a close game like that? Like every game they've kind of lost here has been two-plus scores, double-digit losses. Like why are those teams able to, to not only beat Buffalo at home and hold serve, but make things interesting on the road too. I, like it's just why? Why are the Patriots feel know. like they well, just Miami have no answer them for at it. full strength, right? So their offense is much better than the Patriots' offense at full strength. So I think that's for them. I would say that's they can keep up on the scoreboard with with Tua. I think for the Jets, the pa- 
the Bills are a bad matchup for the Patriots. They're just a bad yeah. matchup. And but it's like how does he keep having three years in a row like we're bad we did not we'll just we'll run it back yeah. next year. Like, you know? The Jets have a lot more team speed, I'd say, on defense still. Like I think the Patriots have made strides in that department, but they still aren't as fast as, as a team like the Jets. Uh, the Jets are also a really good zone team, which I think helps. When you play man against Buffalo, they they just they tread man. Allen is so mobile and the receivers are tough to cover and man Diggs is like how, how do you cover Stefan Diggs for four quarters in man coverage so I, I think that that's a big part of it too but I think for Miami it's it's that they could keep up with, with yeah. them on the scoreboard alright um, I guess it's that time of the week huh really oh, yeah. Early. Yeah. take our time oh, early. <laughs> we, won't, we won't rush it this week we want to hear about the standings though yeah. uh, well I was not prepared for this <laughs> Okay. Well, as I previewed, a very good week for everybody. Alex was the best. Wow. wow. At 13-2. and two. Okay. Francisco. Um, you might notice this is a uh, strange number of games. Correct. I didn't award anybody the victory for the Buffalo-Cincinnati game. But Alex, 13-2. and two. Mike, Evan, Paul, 12-3. and three. <laughs> 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 Fred eleven and four. <laughs> like really, I like this is a really good week. Oh, now job, uh, with the spread, not as good for no. anybody except for Evan. Yeah, nine and six. Making money. Make good money. solid week. Alex eight and seven. Mike eight and seven. Paul seven and eight. Fred four and eleven. Oh, oh God. <laughs> going out strong. Uh, oh my God. So season standings, uh, uh, Mike. I know one sixty four eighty nine and two. We Mike one sixty three ninety and two. We had two Michael. different, and they somehow we cannot. Just he cannot pick yeah. up ground here. Uh, Fred one fifty four ninety nine and two. Uh, Evan remains with the best overall winning percentage at one hundred three fifty five and one. That's a six fifty one winning percentage ahead of my six forty seven. And Alex is eighty seven and forty nine, which is a six forty winning percentage. Paul's coming up on Don Shula. Uh, <laughs> the spread. I'm going to kick him off the show before he gets there. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> 145, 106, and 4. 576 winning That's percentage. Good. Why didn't I bet 100 Sharps. bucks on every game? Because you can't. Because yeah. I'd be fired. <laughs> but I, that would be okay because I'd have the money. Uh. A lot more than I. Never mind. <laughs> all right, all right. Mike, 126, 125, and 4. Oh, one game over. Fred, 112, 139, and 4. Mm. Evan? Solid 80, 70, 80, 76, and 3. You're making you money. Making money. Making money. Making money. 513 winning percentage. Alex, 66, 68, and 2. Oh, not making money. Losing no. money. Losing I'm, money. Paul Losing and I should money. go to right. the encore. We're doing a good job. Yeah. That's when it would stop. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> right. So, full slate of games this week. Um, and they start on Saturday. Hate it. I'm with Paul do? on this. Like the give what? me a day off. The oh. competitive imbalance that we're getting here yeah. is mm. just not not yeah. for me. True. Uh, that's why you hate the Saturday games. Yes. Oh, I liked it when everything was played at Sunday at the same time. It just the drama is much better. Uh, so, but I, I just meant like Saturday games in general at the end of the year. You're fine oh, no, with those. Uh, you just don't like it because of the competitive. I, I like them in like week 16, 17. Yeah. Sure. I like having like what Fred said. I just. Yeah. You know, like, do I not do something Saturday because I feel like I need to see what happens in the game? And the answer to that is no. I, yeah, it's, I will do something Saturday. It's just Saturday. good to have a day. This yeah. Jackson. You know? 
Um, so 4.30 is the first game. And these are on. This is the one that matters to the Patriots. These are on ESPN and ABC. They're putting it on both channels, according wow. to this. Jared Stidham. 13-3 Chiefs are at the 6-10 and 10 Raiders. Chiefs by 9.5. 9.5. I'm going to just say that Kansas City makes life a lot easier on a lot of us, and they, they pull out the win. Um, however, I think I'm going to take those points, though. I, I, I think I think Las Vegas kind of letting it rip a little bit, um, and I think that they'll they'll keep it closer than 10, game, 10 points. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. Chiefs with the Raiders uh, covering the spread. Patrick Mahomes, MVP of the league. Not close. Thank you. I love when he speaks in definitive <laughs> tones uh i am with the boys kansas city uh to win vegas to cover i would be willing to pull an upset here but i'm wondering if the raiders kind of emptied the bucket last week yeah bad team really good performance against a good team they still Don't lost so I, I do in the back of my mind wonder about that but they seem to play really good games kansas city and vegas yeah so i'll split it um yeah i'm gonna do the same thing we're unanimous uh Chiefs win, but the Raiders cover. Uh, 8-15 on ESPN and ABC. The 7-9 Titans are at the 8-8 eight eight Jaguars. Jags by six. Josh Dobbs, right? Yep. The Josh Dobbs is going to lose to Trevor Lawrence. I think this is a, this is a Jaguars, uh, I don't want to say coming out game, but uh, but I think that they... They put it all together here. We have a nice climax to their season and uh, punch their playoff ticket. I'm going to take Jags, and I'll, uh, I'll lay the points. I'm also going to take the Jags. I think this is a, a passing of the torch in this division. I, I think the Jags mm. are going to be stick around. But I, I like the Titans to keep it close because I think they'll play for Vrabel and, and the division, and they'll battle. I'm with Evan. I think the same thing. I think Tennessee will have a chance to win this game. I wonder um, if Jacksonville's ready for a big game. You know, the you know some young guys that haven't really been in this spot, but I just think Tennessee's too beat up to actually win the game. And uh, Josh Dobbs, like Evan said, I yeah, I don't think they're ready for this. Joy. I've been riding uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. I'll keep on that ride. Uh, Jaguars win against the Titans. What was the number on that, Paul? Six. Oh, six. When did you start riding it, Trevor Lawrence? A long time ago. <laughs> He's been riding him. Uh, I I will. Uh, I'll C- say Cuzzo. the. I'll say the Jaguars cover in this game. Uh, we move over to Sunday, one o'clock. The eight and eight Buccaneers are at the six and ten Falcons. Buccaneers by four. four. Fire the cannons! Wow, what the heck happened on my sheet? These are this is all maxed up. Um, all right, well, is this uh, Tom Brady wrapping things up? Oh, I'm sorry, Atlanta by four. Atlanta, Atlanta by four. Atlanta yes. By four. Oh, this is easy then. <laughs> this is a uh, lead pipe lock. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna take Tampa, and I will uh, and I'll take the points. Right, you taking Tampa, you got on? the points. I know Atlanta's favored by four. Yeah, all right. Well, Tampa, Tampa already won the division. Tampa, right? Correct. And then they're definitely playing on wild. The spread card is weekend. telling you that they're not playing anybody <laughs> in this game. That's that's, that's what the, the spread sharp, is telling. That's you. what the sharps say. I'm, I saw the I lean, Trask might uh, play a little bit for for the Bucks. Is I Tom Brady Falcons. gonna play? I do. Yeah. Okay. Eileen Falcons, I think they end up taking Brady out in the second half, and he doesn't put together the magical drive to make sure the Bucks win the game because he's not playing. There you go. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to just go with the spread here. I'm going to take Atlanta to win the game outright. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. Um, yeah. I mean, if the Buccaneers aren't playing anybody, why would the Falcons? This know? is 
It's a big one for me for Paul. It, it's going to be Desmond Ritter though, I, and I think yeah, I he, think and he's been playing, and they've been playing hard. He's got something to prove. Yeah, I. As long as Tom's playing, though. I don't think he will. <laughs> I think the spread's telling you he's not going to be in the game very long. Uh, I don't know. I just saw Trask would, was expected. I'll to say the Bucks anyway. What the me hell? too. So uh, one o'clock. The twelve and four Vikings are at the three and thirteen Bears. Minnesota by seven. No Justin Fields. Yeah. Three and thirteen. That's crazy. One of those three. That was us. Should have uh, won that one too. Uh, no, that one. You know what? I'm going to take Minnesota. What did you say it was minus seven? Seven. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Minnesota. I'm going to lay the points. I feel like they all of a sudden just have one of those games where they bounce back and play well and put up a bunch of points. No Justin Jefferson, though, right? <sighs> no idea. All right. Is he hurt? No, I don't know. Oh, sorry. You said Justin Fields. I'm good. Yeah, Justin Fields Minnesota. Playing, right? Too many Justin. I'm going to take Minnesota, too, but they're frauds. Sorry. Yeah, they Fraudulent. Are. Blown out by the Cowboys. Blown out by the Packers. Not a good football team. Um. So you got both. Uh, so you taking the points? I am, but just because the Bears are stinky. Oh, so you're giving the points? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am going to lay the points too. Um, Minnesota both ways, perhaps with their first uh, victory of the season by more than a score. Yeah, I'm going to take Min- like Minnesota as well uh, to cover and win. Um, Sunday at one, the ten and six Ravens are at the eleven and four Bengals. Bengals by seven. Mm. Bengals by seven. What do the Sharps know? Um, no Lamar Jackson. Yep. That's what they know. Yeah, I'm going to take Cincy. Uh, and I'll, I'll lay the points. I take the Bengals as well. I think they blow them out, so I think they cover. Bengals, Patriots, wild card round, if it comes to that. Huh? I don't hate it. Yeah, I'll say it. I don't I'd hate it. I'd rather than see Buffalo again. Or Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. If I had to pick Something one of those new. three, I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah. Plus, you get to watch Joe Burrow. I will take Cincinnati to win. I will take the points, however. Really? The division division game, I think it'll be close. Yeah, I'm going to take Bengals both ways. Sunday at 1, the 2-13-1 Texans are at the 4-11-1 Colts. Wow. Should have flexed this to yeah. prime time. <laughs> the toilet bowl. Colts by 2.5. Colts by 2.5. Uh, Colts are at home. Uh, I'm just going to take them at home. I'll lay the points. Not really sure why. So the the Texans are they're locked into the number one pick, right? Believe I, so. I believe so because that I think this is Nobody's two wins two and a tie. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody have three wins? Uh-huh. Yeah. The um, Bears. The, the Bears. Bears. Yeah. Oh, so they're uh, not locked in, right? No, they're not. Three wins in. and a tie would be better than three wins, right? Right. right? I take the Colts because the Colts cannot get the number one pick based off of that, and I think the uh, the Texans really want that number one pick. Yeah, I'm going to take Houston anyway um, because I think that they've played reasonably hard down the stretch, but I wish they had locked up the number one seed, to your point, and they yeah. could go out and try to win the game without anything in the back of their mind. It is interesting, the Lovey angle. Like, I, I don't know if Lovey's going to be back next year, and maybe he doesn't give a – Yeah, but does he care about that number one pick? Right. I am going to go with the Colts in this game. Last home game, Colts go out with a win. Sunday at one, the seven and nine Jets are at the eight and eight Dolphins. Jets by one and a half. Jets mm. by one and a hay. This is a tough one. Too. This is a yeah. tough, tough one. Yeah, I might fade this game. <laughs> I, don't know. I'm, I don't know what that means still, but I'm going to fade it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Miami at home. I think it's a tough one though. This is a, kind of a coin flip, but I'm going to take the Dolphins and I'll lay the points. I like the Jets. 
I like the Jets. I like them to – it's only one and a half, so I like them to cover too. Yeah. I Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater with a broken pinky against that – Dislocated. Against that defense. I think the Jets still play hard. Nope. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah, I'll take the Jets too. Um, If the Dolphins lose six in a row to end the season, losses? Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, Mike McDaniel on the hot seat. Uh, yeah. Armando I, reported he, that he, yesterday. He, he I think. shouldn't be, but he could be. I, I don't think he should be. Right? But they're talking about him and the GM. Uh, you know me. I would have fired him week house. one. Yeah, Chris Greer. Well, Chris Greer's yeah. been there since like twenty. Right. Like all of a yeah. sudden he's going to get fired. You remember that one, right? Mm. Week one when he was running plays instead of taking a knee at the end of the game. I said mm. I'd fire him right now. That's <laughs> coaching negligence. Well, um, but yeah. they can get Sean Payton. Because they want, they've oh, wanted John oh, Payton absolutely. for a while. That's why I, yeah. I, I don't think it's out of the realm of they possibility. They do seem like loose cannons. So this is when they finally get Payton and Brady. And <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets as well. I'm going to uh, go with the Jets. Yeah, I think that the Dolphins are really in a tailspin. Um, Sunday at one, the six and ten Panthers are at the seven and nine Saints. Saints by three. Saints by three. Now, Jeez, what I do the Sharps know here? Because the Panthers have been playing well. I know they lost last week to the Bucks, but yeah. they have been playing better. Yeah. You know? The Saints beat the Eagles last week. Yeah, but without Jalen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all so your eight wins are right. against the backup quarterback. That's, I, sorry, <laughs> I'm right back to where I am. I have no so, idea. What, so we got, a lot of, we got a lot of sameness <laughs> going on here. No, but I'm, I'm, you I mean, they have like the same record. They both, yeah. you know. I know. It's tough. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go home team here again, New Orleans. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, I will take the Saints. I'm going to take the Panthers. So screw you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think you I don't think your pick is a bad pick. I just think <laughs> it's two bad teams playing. They have the home team favored by three. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a red flag. That's not like the Falcons, a bad team over the division champs by four. Well, the so, Bucks are also a bad team, to be fair. But well, they're a better team than the Falcons. Although they should have lost to the Falcons the first time. Sunday at one. How do you remember that? The <laughs> seven and nine Browns. The roughing the passer game. <laughs> How do you remember that? The seven and nine Browns are at the eight and eight Steelers. Steelers by two and a half. Two and a half. Another Patriots game. Uh, they need Cleveland to win, and uh, yeah, I haven't really seen much of Cleveland the last couple of weeks. But I'm going to take Cleveland on the road. Uh, it feels gross having to root for Deshaun Watson. I hate that, but I I think the Steelers. I think they take care of business. I think Kenny Pickett's been playing okay. I'm not going to say he's been playing great, but I think he's been playing yeah, okay. No Mac or anything like not that. Not even close. Right, he doesn't make no. those. He doesn't make those pump plus the throw, He doesn't make those plus throws. He, he big time throws. He does have some <laughs> mobility though that I that I've been uh, a little bit. Yeah, he does. Surprised. He, d- he did something he last week that Mac's never done. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah, he does have a little bit gloves. of mobility. Uh, I I think I'm going to take the Steelers. They just. I don't know. Tomlin just gets them to 500 every year. I don't understand it. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, you, every year you think this, and there's no way. There's no way this year. No way this year. And then he does it again. I, I, I think they win this game. I think Pittsburgh wins it. That's your pick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think Steelers win this game. I, I like. I counted them out as dead at the beginning of the season. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah, I think yeah. they I stink. That, I, I still think they stink. I thought yeah. this was going to be a lost season for them. Like, who cares? You know, they're in, but – They've turned it around, yeah. you know. Uh, so I'll, I'll take the Steelers to win this game. Um, now, we skip over Ooh. the Patriots at 1 o'clock, and we move to the four, th- no 405 games. So they want to make sure that everyone's finished right. before they start playing the late games. Before they ensure that 
Aaron Rodgers makes the playoffs. Right. <laughs> uh, so 425, uh, we start with the 9-6-1 Giants against the 13-3 Eagles. And I think Hertz is going to play. Eagles by 14. Yikes. And that would signify he is going to play. That's a huge would that all, does I that think also it signifies he's not going to play for the Giants. Giants are going to sit people. Right. They're uh, playing next week no matter what. I'll take Philly, but give me those. That's a lot of points. I don't know. I'll just give me the points. I'll take Philly as well, and I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. I, I find it interesting, though, that the Eagles, not that it's going to matter for them, but Gardner Minshew being Jalen Hurts' backup is like, I don't know, like Tyler Huntley being Lamar's backup it makes a little bit of sense, but yeah, right. their offense is falling apart because Gardner Minshew can't do any of the things that Jalen Hurts yeah. can do even at like a poor man's level. Yeah. So Yeah, I agree. They're stylistically not, not close, but they did score 34 points in his first start. Last yeah. week they did nothing. Yeah. Last week they were out utterly inept. I'm going to take Philadelphia both ways. I think that they uh, do everything they can to lock up that number one seed. Yeah, the Sharps are telling you to go with the number here. So Eagles cover. Um, 425, the 12-4 and four Cowboys are at the 7-8-1 Commanders. Dallas by seven. Ron Rivera still unsure if they're alive for the playoffs. <laughs> I think Sam Howell started this game. Yeah. Oh boy! Quarterback roulette. Oh boy! Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna take Dallas, um, but you know what? I'm gonna take those points on the road and see if it's a close one. Yeah, I think I do. This. Dallas has like just played a bunch of close games for no reason lately. Yeah, right? I feel like they just ha- you know haven't really been able to pull away from teams. So I have to do the same thing. I will take them to pull away from Sam Howell. Um, That's fair. Dallas both ways. Um. <sighs> My instinct says take the points, so I will. Cowboys win, but they do not cover. And I could definitely see like a Sam Howell start and him getting knocked out like in the middle of the second quarter, and here comes that Heineke <laughs> running around. And you can't kill him. Throwing, throwing picks, <laughs> throwing picks and scoring <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, 425, uh, the 10-6 Chargers are at the 4-12 uh, Broncos playing their 10th home game this year. Uh, Mike, what yeah. do you have for a number on that? Uh, Chargers by 2.5. Chargers by 2.5. Yeah. Okay. Chargers by 2.5. I have it down here as Denver by 2.5, and, and it just seems wrong yeah, to me. it does. ESPN uh, says Denver by 1.5. Okay, then Denver by 2.5. I didn't make a mistake. If that's the same thing that I looked yeah. at this so morning. So, wait, then. Denver's favored by two and a half? Yes. One and a half on ESPN. You know what? I'm going to go by a weird – I'm going to take Denver. I know. It's strange. But I'm going to take them, I think, like yeah, that just, weird like Charger thing. They're like, not trying to be like you know they, Johnny Know-It-All, but I, I think yeah. the, a lot of these spreads are telling you the playoff teams yeah. are not playing their players. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. You know, they get this kind of information. Oh, We're not, yeah. you know. They're in the pl- Chargers. I haven't the been pl- on the Chargers, uh, yeah. you know, injury report all week, but right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I if Justin Herbert's not playing, I can understand why the right. Broncos are favored. Right. I don't know why Justin Herbert would play in this game. I mean, they're, they're they got nothing to win. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm still going to go with the Chargers, though, because yeah. I just think Denver is an absolute dumpster right now, and I, I think that. Oh. I don't know. There's something really wrong in, in Denver, and now these players are trying to come out and defend Russell Wilson on social media and stuff like that. It's just, it's a mess. Yeah, I'm going to take Jeez. the uh, I'm going to take the Chargers too. I was just going to say real quick from from rap sheet. I just thought this was interesting. Uh, per doctors, uh, Demar Hamlin was able to follow directions and even ask who won the game last night. Oh, oh yeah. no. like they're showing the doctors. I don't know if this is this is, is this yeah. live. Yeah. You yeah. see, me- help. Who won yeah. the game? Yeah. Like, bro, you got no idea oh, <laughs> what, no. what has been going on. I feel on. terrible that now he's going to find out that 
they had to he's they, gonna be pissed the game for him. i think it's great uh, I, yeah. I mean i think that the fact it's that he's things these are the kinds of yeah. things that you wanted to hear yeah, right this yeah. is what we were talking right. about all week you totally. know makes you some signs yeah. that we can say okay it was horrible but there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. That's yeah. great. And you got six million dollars. That's great. <laughs> like, well, that's what Fred said. And you're, you're gonna, we're gonna, you're gonna win <laughs> yeah. this for so, you. Yeah. And we're gonna have so ten million dollars. No, charity? but in all seriousness, if there's any doubt in a player's mind that he wanted them to play, his first question is who won. Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. You know, it, it's. I mean, it's like my favorite moment in Rocky too, when when Adrian finally wakes up out of the coma right. and she says, "I just want one thing." So <laughs> did he just win? compare this to Rocky? So too? it's funny that you said that. Perfect. It was completely inappropriate. <laughs> Life imitates art. But when they when they had the news about Hamlin this morning, as I'm driving in, the first thing I thought about was a gif of Mickey. What and are we waiting for? for? Take us! <laughs> like like that, I, that. I wanted to, you know, like Father, come okay, on. Here we go. Like, let's get to training. He's saying prayer for me, Father. Come on. You know, it's like you're busted up tonight. It won't be too bad. <laughs> I'm like so late father thank you thank you for your father so late um, Chargers <laughs> Chargers win but they don't cover <laughs> I'll take the points oh, alright well Denver's favorite we're having fun yeah oh Denver's favorite so if the Chargers win they cover Denver's favorite by two and a half ah damn it I, conf- I know I was confusing with that because I was unsure if I had it right um Denver by two and a half. Why, damn it. If you think the Chargers are going to win, pick the Chargers. All right. Chargers win. Um, 425, the 5-11 Rams are at the 8-8 eight eight Seahawks. Seahawks by six and a half. Hawks need it. They need it. I'm going to take the Hawks. I think they get it. I'll, I'll lay the points. So is, which one is this? The NFC West, one of them owns one of them, and this is. This oh, is I don't. I, I'm not sure about this one, but I'm not sure this one qualifies. Okay, so this one's not. I think in it's the, the Rams own the Cardinals, the Niners own the Rams, and I'm not sure how much the other ones. Okay, all right. Get involved. So I'll just in pick that. it straight up then, and uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks as well. I'm going to take Seattle. Um, they have something to play for, um, and they will find a way at home. And, I, and I'll lay the points. I will take Seattle as well. Uh, four twenty-five Sunday. The four and twelve Cardinals are at the twelve and four Forty Niners. The Niners by fourteen. The Niners do have something to play for, um, because if the Eagles lose, the Niners can be the number one seed. Oh boy, um, I'm going to take the Forty ers and uh, yeah, I think they win big. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to take the 49ers as well. And then uh, when we wake up Monday morning, does Cliff Kingsbury still have a job? Yeah, I know. Everybody thinks he's completely gone. Really? And I I just can't imagine that Bidwell eats that money. So it is a lot of money. But if Cliff Kingsbury is he just gone, signed him. then the team that drafted him yeah. needs an offensive coordinator. But you've been telling me, young Evan, <laughs> all season long how uninspired the Cardinals' offense is. It is under true. Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> I know. See, but this is what I'm here for. I'm just, I'm just here to keep everybody toy, honest. Paul. It's the shiny because I like, toy. and Fred will tell you this. I like to know opinions on people before. <laughs> Not after they're Patriots. Oh, you yeah. know if they hire him, I'm going to tell you he's the greatest oh, thing ever. I know, <laughs> because that's what we do around here. So all year you told me 
Okay, okay. <laughs> he's no good. Okay, but to be fair. But with Mac Jones, he's not yeah. saddled with Kyler Murray. No longer saddled with Kyler Murray with Mac Jones. Yeah, at least yeah. Mac Watch Jones. out. At least hey, Mac Jones can see over the line of scrimmage. Good luck, AFC East. Good luck. But if he's gone from the Cardinals, don't you think the more attractive option for him is to take over a college program? Yeah, but that that time of year is kind of past, though, right? Why would you like? No. What if he wants to be an NFL coach? But he's going to be a head coach in a college program, and it'd probably be a good. Well, what do you? A, but yeah. what do you want? What do I want? Does he want to be an NFL head coach? No, he again? wants to make a lot of money and be in charge. Does he want to be an NFL head coach again? He can be down the road. No, but that's. Um, but I think that's a big part of the equation. Yeah, but I. Think I think yeah. the better road is Evans Road. Yeah, I if you want to be an NFL head coach, come you, here, fix yeah. Mac Jones. Go fix I mean, somebody's offense, and then you become a hot commodity. Yeah, again. yeah but you make a lot more money and be in total control yeah. in college. Okay, one other thing I'll say about the Cardinals: a lot of the reports coming out of Arizona is that more than likely DeAndre Hopkins is definitely going to be out in Arizona because they're not thinking that Kyler's going to be ready to even play at all next year. So next year is kind of a lost year. He's got two mm-hmm. years left on his contract. Uh, we saw Bill with him on NFL oh. Films or whatever, the Hard Knocks or whatever that was, going yeah, goo-goo-gaga. I, I've been on that. I'd rather have T. Higgins, but I've been on it. Yeah. Only because of age. age. Not yeah. because of I mean, no. Hopkins. He's getting better, up there. No, Hopkins is a better player. You're right in the wheelhouse. That first contract, like, yeah. boom. Yeah. But, yeah, I've heard, uh, I've heard your boy. I've heard Alex talk about it. D-hop. DeAndre Hopkins. Can't uh, have Bill O'Brien and D-Hop, pick? though. I pick San Francisco <laughs> Me both too. ways. 49ers. Uh, 8-20, Sunday night, 8-8 eight eight Lions against the 8-8 eight eight Packers. Pack by 4.5. Easy pick for dun, me. Dun, 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 dun. Go, go, Pack, go. Green Bay Packers, I will lay the points. I'm, ta- I'm taking the Packers. I'm taking them to win big. I've been liking the Packers. I've been liking what I've seen. They're looking more and more like the team that they were last year towards the end tier. I think it took Rodgers a month or two to get on the same page with some of those receivers. And I, I love Christian Watson. That guy's awesome. Uh, I like Watson, too. I think the Packers win this game big. Um, absolutely. Uh, never will I be rooting for a, a different team more uh, than my pick. than I will Sunday night. Uh, folks, this, Go is, Lions. this is your upset of the week. Uh, Lions win outright. I think I, I I just oh that'd be so beautiful. Yep, Lions win the game. Not a Rodgers guy. <laughs> no, I love just I, an insufferable I, boob. He doesn't like him. I like him. Um, and the good news is they're rounding into their last year's form, which means they'll lose next week. I like talent. You know. well, I mean, he's without question the most talented quarterback in football over the last twenty years. Without, I mean, not, I, to me, there's not even an argument. Mahomes. He's more talented than Mahomes. Mahomes is more like has the ability to play schoolyard than anybody. But just in terms of watching a guy throw a ball. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't mean to go all Bill on you. No, I mean, it's okay. He's I mean, so good. He's, he's like, I mean, I don't know how we held him down. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how we held him to their season highest point mm-hmm. total of the, of the whole year. I don't know how we did that. Just uh, so good. I mean, just Too so, many plays. So good. All right, I, mean, all right. I don't mean to sound like Bill or anything, but his his skill set is yeah. the best, I think. I um, now we go back to one o'clock. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the eight and eight Patriots are. <laughs> it's a little early. I wasn't ready for that. Are at the twelve and three Bills. All right. So this spread is dropping precipitously, big time, <laughs> based wow. on the uh, Demar Hamlin uh, aftermath. In my opinion, uh, it was as high as nine, I believe, on Sunday. It was eight and a half. It's down to seven. 
Buffalo by seven. Who? Uh, I think Bill, Buffalo's going to win. Um, I just I just think they have have too much, and, and the Patriots haven't really been able to solve them. I do think the Patriots. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Bills to win, but I'm going to take the Patriots with the points. I just think the Patriots keep it close. Um, I don't know if they get into the 30s, but I'm going to say Bills 27, Patriots 24. What's that number again? Seven. Why? What do you have? It's not my turn. No, what do you have for a number? I don't have a number. Oh. I think he's just moaning at the, the spread. I know. Um, I wish I could take the Patriots in this game. I just... You can. I just can't. I can't. But you can. You're allowed. I can't see a formula, and it's not even necessarily about Josh Allen versus the Patriots defense. I, I think I'm more caught up on the Patriots offense actually moving the ball against the Bills, which yeah. has been as much of a problem that I feel like goes under the radar because they didn't force Josh Allen to punt and stuff. They can't move the ball on the Bills defense either. So I, I just think that the Bills end up winning this game something like 27-17, and the Patriots offense just can't score enough points to keep up. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all see a kind of a similar game. Um, I do have pause, and that number dropped, and I think it's dropping because there's people thinking like I'm thinking. I think it's much more difficult to get ready to play if you're Buffalo than any of the other 31 teams. Um, and I think that's going to have an impact. I think that will hurt their preparation this week. I don't think they've thought one bit about a game plan maybe until today. So I, I mean, that was I, the first day they practiced. It's fortunate for them. It's a division opponent that they just saw. Yeah. So I don't think it's like the end of the world, but I, I do think Buffalo is just significantly more talented than the Patriots across the board. I'm going to go 27-13. Yeah. Um, I, I'm with Evan. I wish I could pick the Patriots. You're allowed to. Evan I know. Was allowed. I'm allowed. You're allowed. I know I'm Be a big boy. But, you know. You know what you said. You're a big boy. You know, don't tell me that I always pick the Patriots. I don't say that. I, yes, I haven't said that this year. I can give you uh, <laughs> a lot of examples of you picking against the Patriots. Um, and, and I can't pick them. But I'll, I'll take the points. 28-23. Um, that's the score. 28-23. That's what it's going to be. It's like a dramatic pause there. <laughs> well, I had to make sure that I was within the spread. I knew. I, knew, I could feel like the hamster wheel was turning. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's it, right? There's no Monday night game nope, because it's it. the last week of the season. No, and I wonder if, you know, like the, the kind of multiple reports about that Cincinnati-Buffalo game, no contest or like yeah. the, the eighth, you know, the eighth team added. floating no. stuff to see what, what like, sticks. Yeah. That's, that's where I was <laughs> going. Getting things yeah. out there. And I, I just think, doesn't it make a little more sense to, like, put a decision off until you have to make a decision? I think that's yeah. what they're doing, yeah. yeah. Like, wait to see what happens. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe you get lucky. Buffalo wins, Kansas City and Cincinnati lose. Yeah. Man, it's unlikely. I get it. But if that happens, then that game truly is irrelevant. Yep. Perfect. But either way, we're playing – Sunday at 1. It was uncertain up until today, in my opinion, but now we know. Seems like it, yep. Yep. So, and good news with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, we're watching on TV right now. The uh, doctors from the UC Health Medical Center are, are talking and, you know. Yeah, saying he still yeah. has a ways to go, but he's, you know, communicating and, you know, they're still hopeful he's going to, you know, resume his life as it was before the incident. I love that he asked who yeah. won the game. Did you hear what their response was? What? They yeah. told him that you won because 
You're here. You're you, here. That's awesome. You won the game of life. That's awesome. That's really good. That's really good. All right. Even even the curmudgeon. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's really His good. His Grinch heart is beginning All right, to grow. Uh, John Rook and the Playbook is up next. <laughs> Correct. Uh, pre-game social, 1045. And catch me over on the Sports Hub on one of my shows. Oh, yeah. P- Paul will be like later. Eight minutes. Um, <laughs> filling in for Ted Johnson. Mm-hmm. 1045 social game, post-game show. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.